everybody, welcome to episode 30 fucking 4 of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher Antista. And... Tyler Wilde. And joining us for the first time in weeks, it's... Genesis drummer and singer, Phil Collins. Nice. <laughs> Let's talk nice. about your GTA Vice City stories cameo, Phil. Was I in that game? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I, believe I guess you I got a record. taxi cab to take I mean, it, me home, and I don't remember. <laughs> oh! On record saying... Uh, it could have yeah. been. It was somebody who looked a lot like you. You are uh, too much. They wouldn't let me in the club, even though it said no jackets required. Uh, one more. It's got to be one more. <laughs> this. We can go to this. What was your... No, um, um, what was the weather like? Could you feel anything calling you in the air? This is terrible, <laughs> terrible feed. <laughs> <laughs> to, how could I be selling England by the pound? That's the only other one I can think of. Uh, oh, well, that of course is Michael Grimm. Uh, more like Fail Collins. Upvote, upvote. Hey. <laughs> Karma. Welcome back, Mike. Thanks. So our show this week starts off on somewhat of a grim note. Uh, ah! <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Serious? I didn't even. Re- I didn't even realize I was doing that. Oh no! You know, we're, we're like t- two days out of Grand Theft Auto V's release sure. as of right now, and. Mild spoiler, not really a spoiler. There is a torture scene mm. in the game, and naturally, all the I, I hesitate to use the word relevant culture critics have mm-hmm. latched onto that and are talking about how horrible it is. It's already earned condemnations from like anti torture groups. You're talking about the lamestream media, yes, yes. <laughs> Do we really have to join an anti-torture group to be anti-torture? <laughs> so, apparently we do. There's a banner on a church uh, in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it's like a Catholic church, and the banner says, torture is wrong. And they put it up <laughs> in like 2010, it's and like it was ha- like, the church finally came to the conclusion that torture guys, not cool. It's like yeah, half we used to do that Bible. 500 years ago, but yeah. you shouldn't do it. Half right. the things in the Bible I want to respond to, I know. I know. I know. If your kids talk back, stone them. Yes. But the situation... common knowledge. No, smoke up with them, man. That's what God was saying. Ah, 420. Blaze it, Jesus. Yeah. The situation we're in now is that that is actually almost a controversial stance to say torture is bad. But, I don't know, we've been down that road before. But it's effective. No, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, that's kind of what the scene in GTA V underscores, but... Well, um, it has to be effective because it's a game. Mm, you'd be surprised. Maybe we can do a whole segment where we're all alpha talking hits. Maybe, maybe we can suppose something later, but as of now, you guys haven't even played to that point. So You don't know that. Yes, I do. You're right. I've spent a third of my time <laughs> doing sick BMX tricks, so yep. I'll never get to this scene. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so in honor of that little news tidbit, decided to do top five <gasps> based around torture scenes, Woo-hoo. specifically interactive ones. Ooh. Uh, all of which should leave you feeling a little bit... Sexy. Unclean. Oh. Mm. Horrified. Oh. Uncomfortable with yourself. That's still sexy. So just like when I read news, right? Yes! No! Just like when you oh read news in Soviet, <laughs> Latvian, Russia. <laughs> just like headline on CNN that can... But seriously, this See, goat was huge. There's never been a better time to but whip out Syria. a Bella. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. damn it. Slee. Uh, <laughs> my wife likes women now. She's a Lebanon. Uh, <laughs> see, what? Uh, what? I can't. Oh. I shouldn't have bothered topping his. Is that, that what you're good. saying? Good. All right. Number five. Don't you morons get it? 
If you think your government-sponsored brutality intimidates me, you clearly don't know anything about Dragovich. I have nothing to gain by talking to you. And I clearly don't know how quickly I'll fold under torture. John Hurt, V for Vendetta, am I right? Uh, no, it's... Uh, make them remember why they need us. Call of Duty Black Ops. The Duke! I oh, it's the very beginning, right? I misheard uh, him, and I thought he said, uh, if you think your government-sponsored torture is going to get anything out of me, you clearly don't know anything about Dragon Age. Yes, that's <laughs> what I heard, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know, you know, I mean, I, I, I played a bit You got of me it. there. Ignorance <laughs> but, is bliss, am I right? <laughs> Does the torture <laughs> consist of punching him three times? Is that it? Yes. <laughs> but, great. But there's a twist. Uh, okay, first, it's, it's the nipple. first time you play as, uh, I forget his name, the character played by Ed Harris, the, the creepy CIA spook, and it's in, like, Shanghai. Easy, buddy. What'd you... Did you play Black Ops? Blops? No. Ed uh, Harris is in Blops? Yeah, I think Will so. Will now. Jesus. Huh. Unless I'm totally wrong and this is going to be unusual. Ed Harris is the total... Uh, but anyway, uh, has anybody played through that scene? Yes. So do you remember yeah. what it is you do to that guy specifically? No. I'll play the sound and see if you can guess. Ooh. Oh, right. Think about what you have to lose. Did he threw his brain through a birdcage. Yes. No, he he breaks a window, uh-huh. picks up a shard of glass, mm-hmm. sticks it into the guy's mouth, and begins punching him in the jaw while he's got a shard of broken glass in there. Ow. And that somehow somehow he's able to talk afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it seems like if you're if the point of torture is to get someone to talk, you want to avoid severing the tongue, mm-hmm. attacking the part of the brain that has memory in it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, want to avoid sending that through the roof of his mouth. Maybe yeah. as an expert in torture, it, it's really... well. You do run the laser time podcast Hi-ya! after all. Oh! Wow, it's a lot of blue light. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, it won't make sense to anybody not I watching this on Audacity. I um, Never mind. I do not remember. <laughs> That's fine. As an expert That's on fine. torture. <laughs> I really don't remember. If it weren't for my horse, uh, I never would have spent that year in college. college. Yes, yes, You're torturing us by keeping the punchline hey, from us. Oh. As an expert in torture, I believe, and I'm walking away. Oh. See how that works? Yeah, I will works. never know what you believe. Intellectual torture, man. <laughs> That's the way to go. Yeah. And like all good torturers, these guys are totally glib about the whole thing. <laughs> Punch brought to us all day. We got plenty of windows. Or you can give us what we want and we guarantee your safety. <laughs> Glass cat got your tongue? <laughs> I'm already a dead man. See, that should have sounded like <laughs> already a dead yes. man. Or <laughs> and just, yes. just blood pouring out with chunks of flesh, gurgling. Uh, but it's an Activision game, so it has to be sort of PG thirteen about it. Mm. Can't be hard R, really. Every every torturer has to say, "Can do this that's, all day." I mean, that's mm. sort of my thing. That's the line about the complaints about these scenes in games. But after twenty four hours, we're done. Mm-hmm. I seem to complain a lot about modern journalism, but. The scene isn't doesn't go further than anything in Zero Dark Thirty, I would imagine. Hmm. Actually, Zero Dark Thirty was more brutal, but in different ways. Yes, but it doesn't go any further than that. But it's people who grew up on violent content. Hmm. Are you now, talking about this scene specifically? I'm talking about the... all this. Ah, like okay. now, now, deciding that games are too violent because they have a scene that makes them uncomfortable right. that was designed to make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm really worried about like 
criticizing things that make you uncomfortable. Maybe that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with criticizing them um, mm-hmm. if they, if you feel like they make you uncomfortable in the wrong way. Like, mm-hmm. I've criticized Call of Duty. I say, there's nothing wrong with it because I've done it. Um, <laughs> but I've criticized Call of Duty for making me uncomfortable in what I feel are the wrong ways at times where it's like, I'm not uncomfortable because, like, you did a good job of subverting something. Mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable because... You did a really uncomfortable job of, like, subverting things. You accidentally are... And subverting things sometimes should be uncomfortable. I think so. I True. Think, I think you... But that does seem like an you effort to try... You should be a little bit offended by what you've done. But Call like, of Duty is often very glib about it in that's that true. it's like... But to try and fail we're is... We're kind of doing this because To try and fail is, to better, is better than to not try at all. Do you guys hear that echo? What's that? That's, uh, I think, the sound of us crawling up our own ass. I got it. Got <laughs> it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Leave it to Grim. Uh, <laughs> that's why we have him back. This is going to be a short top five. <laughs> but yeah, not not the most brutal scene. Certainly not the most brutal scene on this list. But it was sort of shocking at the time. It's like, why am I doing this? Why am I... like? Just as a shitty way to torture somebody. Just pop yeah. a thing of glass in their mouth like I mean, it's I mean, candy. I haven't seen the new Metal Gear uh, 5 trailer. But like half the 10 minute trailer is people in wet cloths around their face and I've heard of this torture what is it called waterboarding yeah I've heard of it but for some reason like it finally <laughs> god please don't quote me on this it finally hit me of what it really would do to you in the Metal Gear trailer when they're watching are you going to use that in the top 5 what Metal Gear no. yeah okay good no it's uh, only games that are out and yeah again not using GTA that a guy tr- too a, a guy's like suffocating to get air through a wet cloth still mm-hmm. getting a tiny bit of oxygen but getting it just a bunch of Oh, that looks horrible! And like that whole ten-minute trailer, there are like three people who are being waterboarded throughout that trailer. <laughs> oh, so, man. if these game journos are not comfortable with these, the level of torture in GTA, might I recommend you steer clear of GTA Five? It is your ethical duty uh, to steer clear of Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes, both of them are misogynist games anyway. Yes. You don't want to play or the support mi- those. Man, I do feel like ah, whatever. Grim's smiling right now. Like I'm. Oh, here they go again. <laughs> here they go again. I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in. Just, Actually, I mean, if you want to get on that topic, I thought nope. GameSpot's review was one of the best. But of what? Of GTA, oh. the one that was accused of being too sensitive. But, but I do think you raise a good point in the fact that it'll probably get a lot less guff being mm-hmm. a Japanese-made game by Kojima from I think Japan so. than an American. Because this, this isn't real. Like that, that's how it gets shrugged off. That because is totally the attitude toward Japanese stuff. It's yeah. like, yeah. oh, it's just it's, this is like a, a fantasy land silly culture that can do whatever <laughs> it wants. Yes. But then when they get called out for like Dragon's Crown and stuff too, their reaction is like, and killers did. It's like. Who cares? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Who started the riot? Hey, cut this shit out. This ain't funny. Uh, I don't know. It just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Is that carrot toss getting tortured? (laughs) Cut this shit out because he's getting his head banged into a toilet by the Punisher. Oh, the Ah. Punisher game. Oh, my God. Like, if you watch YouTube videos, I, I, I never played the PS2 Punisher. I remember Brett Elston, our friend, loved it. And watching YouTube videos, like you would it's swear crazy. that that game is nothing but torturing dudes. It's cr- but there are uh, several unique scenes of behavior like that. And one of two M-rated Marvel games. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, Wolverine Origins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, whatever <laughs> that was called. It looks fantastic. The picture I remember we used all the time at Radar 
was the picture of Frank Castle just shoving an AK-47 as far into somebody's mouth mm. without firing it as possible. Yep. I'm like, yeah, that Disney bought these guys. <laughs> yeah. If anybody like, knows an M-rated game, it's the Punisher, though. Yeah, yeah, holding, exactly. holding their heads under a drill press and, like, yes. threatening. And, that and is that, so gross. That was the whole thing. Like, you had to you had to keep it, like, within a meter. Like, oh, you're going to threaten them with it, but not quite kill them until they break and tell you everything you want to know. And uh, I especially like this one where he, he trapped some guy in, like, a, a steam press. Mm -hmm. Where can I find more weapons? Ah! You killed my brother, asshole! Screw you! I got nothing, man! See? There's Molotovs by the press in the corner. Did he tell him? Yeah, that, that's the thing that he, he always gets them to the breaking point, then they tell him what he wants to know, and then, like, fucking killed. Yeah. You, know, you know what pisses me off more than violence, in game torture? And ethical dilemmas over games. Uh, poor depiction of a Latino man in a video game. Yeah. Like that irritates yeah. me to like also, no end. It's like if, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, if oh. your script includes the word "you" spelled with a J, yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, step back. Also, a bit. also, the like juxtaposition of what's happening in that scene and the, the PG thirteen language. You ki you killed my brother. Screw you. Yeah, it's that's no, not what hey you would man, say to someone cool. who killed your He's brother. He's not about to hit you with a water balloon. He's you got it's, your head in a drill press. You, you killed my brother. I'm going to fucking murder kill. That's you. why I yes. always liked uh, manhunt and uh, condemned a lot. Is because those people run there around and when they truly talk, uncomfortable. they're like they're screaming and they're gurgling like fuck you know, and it just yeah. sounds like they're. All yeah, lost yeah. their minds, and then mm -hmm. it makes you feel great when you also, shove a bag over their head and asphyxiate yeah, them to death wrong. graphically. I like any game that like makes the enemy so horrible you can enjoy killing them because I'm kind of a weird sociopath like that. But <laughs> yeah. I, I like in the first yeah. one, it's, it's like the the rednecks in that one stage in Manhunt, where it's like yeah. I hate ethnic minorities. Yeah. Yes. It's like oh, you are so going down. <laughs> or like yeah. we talked about this with The Last of Us, you enjoyed killing those guys yes. because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were terrible. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Also, like in the first clip, how the guy said kept saying, "This isn't funny, man." That's what I would do yeah. if I was getting tortured. I'd constantly yes. be like, this isn't funny. Hey, cut it out, Buster. That wasn't yeah. stop, stop banging me face first into this That's seriously toilet. not a good joke. What is the... Like, your form is way off. Hey, yeah. that hurts, Frank. <laughs> uh, not humorous. You're not getting on Conan with this material. It's also possible to go too far, as uh, evidenced by this little mishap with an industrial cutter. Talk or die. Ah! Right now. What the hell are you doing? They hit him with a pie? What happened there? <laughs> I think that's just the, the PS2 era jib sound. It's yeah. like head explode. They were at a watermelon factory. That's just what it sounds like. Really there. inexperienced at torture when you're like talk or die and then you cut them in half. Yeah, wow. you failed at the mini game. <laughs> Life's little mini game. I, I never knew uh, until I saw clips from Punisher that mm -hmm. electric chairs could be used as torture implements. Just a little bit. I want to die here! Governor oh. Cobble Ripper. Your execution date got moved up. Where's that stash of weapons? Oh! Oh, fuck you, man! I heard about the shit you do! Oh! Uh... Talk, dildo. This is some great... This sounds a little better for a, a torture sequence. Imagine just being in with like a budget voice actor. Okay, imagine you're being electrocuted. Fine. Imagine you're being put through a presser. Fine. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, great. Next. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, ooh! What was it again? An electric chair. Don't hit me with that electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. 
And <laughs> speaking of games that are glib about torture. Uh oh. Just <laughs> after the guy catches fire. Wow. Is that yeah. true? Does New York still have the death penalty? Because that'd be sure. For smoking indoors? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'd kill you myself. Sounds Chris. like New York. You know how much they charge for a pack? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a drug. It's, it's like, like torture. It's like torture. <laughs> Going to New York. Which I'll leave for Kabakad. Come say hi. Number three. Step one. Crawl inside. Step two. The screws go tight. All around. Cross my heart and help to die. Stick a needle in your eye. Who here played Dead Space 2? Me. I me. Did. Okay. I recognize that. All yeah. right. So that this is unique in that it's a torture sequence you have to do to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about as torturing to, almost as torturing Every to the audience. As it is to Isaac, who's going through it, which is you have to climb into this machine that uh, spreads open your eyelids, and while you're staring at your eye in close-up, really detailed, mm-hmm. you have to guide a very thin drill mm-hmm. down into it, go directly into your pupil. Mm-hmm. And why is it that he has to do this again? I forget. But I remember this scene vividly. It's, this is like one like, of the most memorable Nicole scenes. Yelling yeah. at you. And... It's like to, to a drill like... For forgotten memories of the marker or something like yeah. that. It's like in that movie Pie, you know? Yeah. He's just yeah, got exactly. a drill hole in his head. Wow. Let the bad demons out. Yeah, this yeah. whole top five what? makes me realize that the only thing I want out of my life sure. is to just not ever be tortured. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care Please if don't. I die in a really gruesome, painful way, as long as no one, like, drills shit in my toenails and eyeballs. I'm curious yeah. to see if I could hold up to the pressure. I don't really contain any information right. that I, I like. Well, keep your eye for a laser time special Uh-oh. in the future. Chris gets but, tortured. But if Chris you did gets... know something... <laughs> We're going to hit you to <laughs> with, in the sack with a knotted rope for an hour. We're just going to name <laughs> podcast episodes like It's Always many, Sunny Now. <laughs> Chris many, gets like, tortured. <laughs> conservative, uh, uh, like, uh, radio and, like, TV hosts uh, agreed to be waterboarded. We should yes. waterboard you. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, let's, let's do this you. right now. See if we can let's get anything. Good can we make it, it somehow, somehow <laughs> game related? Like if I can, if like Mike Grimm and I just get together and play like Ronda one half or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, it has to be an even playing field. That's why I didn't. Toe ball like, number nine. <laughs> Mambo number five. <laughs> good. Yes. <laughs> in DDR. Akira Toriyama's Disney famous edition. Mambo number five. <laughs> <laughs> so this drill, let me tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Sounds <laughs> almost as bad as it looks. No. Uh, that was like a dentist. Uh, that, yes. God, that's uh, awful. And after really that, bad. like, there's, there's the blurred vision, and uh, uh, that is a fantastic scene. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. very effective. In terms, sequence. in terms of like something that's really gonna make you uncomfortable. Man, yeah. I, just I play to, a lot of video games every year, and that is a scene I remember in great detail. I just went to the optometrist, and they do this thing where they like they numb your eyeballs, and then just kind of put mm-hmm. pressure with a little circular light. I hate that so much. Yeah. And that made me like almost yeah. vomit. So. Uh, <laughs> You may want to take off your headphones for the sound of uh, oh. what happens when you fail. I'll listen. Oh, God. Okay. That drill, though, is, that drill's is very clinical. Very yes. Awful. Very effective. They got the, the, the dentist drill sound perfect. Yeah. You guys have seen Marathon Man, I'm sure, right? Is it mm-hmm. safe? Is, yeah. uh, that scene, is there's it a safe? scene where Dustin Hoffman is tortured in that movie. 
by a Nazi doctor. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they basically just drill a hole in his tooth and mm-hmm. keep poking the nerve as he's sitting there being drilled. And it's just so unbearable. I have not seen that in forever. It's it's all right. It's hilarious because it opens up literally with a car chase between an old Jewish guy and an old Nazi. And they're driving huge old fart Cadillacs through New York. <laughs> and they're chasing each other down trying to kill each other. And it's just two old guys like, oh, oh, you silly Jews, I'll get you. I'll get you, Klaus. <laughs> uh-huh. Looks like I've given him the fuck. Uh, he's this bad Jewish Bugs Bunny. I was <laughs> Scratch that. Erase the whole podcast. Bugs Bunny okay. <laughs> Let's just start over now. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Video Game Apocalypse number 34. Number hey, is it cold in here? <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> start it over. Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody. What? Welcome to Video Game Apocalypse 34. <laughs> yeah, the soup is a little cold. Chomp. Jesus. Uh, how, how many times are we going to have to try this? I cannot do a good Jewish Bugs Bunny. Well, let's just use the fifth take. Okay. <laughs> Bugs Goldstein. Number two. This way. How does this end? You do it until I trust you. Believe your own lies. But remember. Smile. You're on camera. I forget that they made a game out of apt pupil. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay, bit, a bit of a spoiler here for those of you who haven't played Far Cry 3. And if you haven't and you care about being spoiled on it, maybe skip a few minutes ahead. Uh. For everybody else, here we go. Here's the spoilers. Late in the game, you infiltrate the organization of the bad guy, Hoyt mm-hmm. Volker, who's running a slave operation and who's the one who is ultimately responsible for abducting you and all your friends. You actually get an audience with him, and he doesn't seem to know who you are, and he's very impressed with this young soldier who's just joined his organization. There's something I'd like you to do for me. I have a prisoner downstairs. I want you to find out who he is, who his benefactors are, then I want you to beat him until he can't stand up. I'll send Sam with you. All right. Oh. Yes! I keep my eye yes! on the camera feet. Yes! I so rarely get to watch another professional at work. At work? <laughs> South African brood. <laughs> it, it, but doesn't the movie, doesn't the game take place in the present? Yeah. Why is he watching World War II? For, He's like, not. He, he, he just likes Flight of the Valkyries. On Victrola? Uh, mm-hmm. I think you mean Brian, Brian Daniels' entrance song? Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> yes. Clearly. <laughs> Yeah. I need to. I yes. need to work more wrestling <laughs> references into this show. Yes, <laughs> you're in Vietnam. Thought of the Valkyries. You think mm-hmm. of Apocalypse Now? Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. I love the space bomb in the morning. Video game Apocalypse hey, Now. Why isn't part of the Valkyries our theme song? Come on. But yeah, so you beat up. Guess who? Your brother Riley. Oh, what? I haven't played the game yet. Well, you're never going to now. Where? Does he think you're dead? Who do you work for? I ask the questions. And so he's asking, uh, where is Jason now? So you're you're beating him up and pretending you don't know where you are. 
And uh, as long as it's not a blood dragon spoiler, I'm cool. No, no, no. Yeah, but well, as brothers, they probably you know they probably scuffle. Yeah. Was so, there a wink shared between them? Uh, there is a, a certain point, like after you've hit him a few times, uh, your German friend says, "Like, okay, I've turned off the cameras. You have like 38 seconds." And so it's like, "Riley, it's me, Jason. It's okay. Let's get you out of here." And then like, "No, you have to torture him and make it look believable, or you'll both be killed." And and so Riley's like, "I can take it. Just do it and come back for me later." <laughs> and so the cameras come My back on. My name is on. Riley. Don't you want to hit me just for that? <laughs> the cameras come back on. You make it look convincing. Which involves uh, Riley has a bullet wound in his shoulder, yeah. and you, the player, by holding a button, have to jam your thumb in there, and it sounds like this. Who have I become? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit too on the nose. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. But it it is just a really disturbing scene. Like, you know, you're holding your thumb there for as long as you're holding the button. That's good torture acting. That's Punisher. That was pretty good. He was good, like, scream crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That must have been a weird BO session, but... Is he the one where it's implied that he's raped, too? Your brother? No, it's not your brother. It's it's one of the other characters. One of the other characters. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty heavily implied. Yes, yeah. Uh, a dude, easy boy. Yeah, it's a dude. Oh, even go on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good game. Yeah, it is, a, like it is a really good game. Would have yeah. uh, probably my game of the year for 2012, and I probably would have really? made a lot more game of the year lists if it had come out before they December? had been made. Yeah, yeah, it came out in like mid December. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, I, that's and I not trying to shrug off Far Cry. It can't play anything anymore. Far Cry One and Two, I love mm. in spite of everything. I love. Far Cry 1 and 2. Mm. Even Instincts, I love. But 3 was yeah. like the, the unqualified success. Like, this yeah. one is just really fucking fun. Yeah. And everything works yeah. beautifully. It yeah. does. You watched Miami Connection with us, right? Yeah. Uh, that song, the Friends Forever one, it, that's the credits theme song for Blood Dragon. Is it really? You beat the game, yeah. Friends. They re-recorded Spoilers. It. <laughs> Can we close out the segment with that? <laughs> what is it? Friends Forever, Thick and Thin. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, we can do that. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I'm on VTK Apocalypse every week if I can get my playlist out like this. Oh. Stop oh. rubbing yourself. And talking like Rip Torn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm King Candy from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, move on. Moving on, let's finish this. We're short-handed, so make this little torture show of yours as short as possible. Torture? This is an interrogation. As you wish. See you later, brother. Alligator. <laughs> Is that Hulk Hogan? Oh, it's, it's Cam Clark See doing later, a convincing brother. accent. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, this is of course Metal Gear Solid, one of gaming's uh, first and probably most memorable torture scenes. I don't remember it. You don't remember it? No. What are we talking about? Uh, you played Metal Gear Solid, yes? No, I'm the audience surrogate. Oh, Here, okay. Go, go. Come All right. Me. Well, come at me, bro. Snake is captured at one point <laughs> in the game and uh, tied to like some sort of weird electroshock bed thing that rotates around by Revolver Ocelot, who's not very happy with Snake after having lost his hand during their battle earlier. And uh, he gives one of the most unforgettable, terrible introductions to this whole thing. We're going to play a game, Snake. 
and we'll find out what kind of man you really are. When the pain becomes too great to bear, just give up and your suffering will end. What if you do? The girl's life is mine. Plug the controller to the second port. I'm so confused about the stakes here. <laughs> well, actually, since you mentioned that, Chris... Mm -hmm. Press the circle button repeatedly <laughs> to regain your strength. When you've had enough, press the select button to submit. <laughs> now I definitely remember. Yeah, this, so, yeah this, this was like one of the pivotal moments in the game because <laughs> you could either hit select and you'd know that Meryl Silverberg, uh, Snake's potential love interest, would die because of it. Or... You could hammer your way through several mini-games that like, just made you hammer on circle as quickly as possible for 10 seconds. And then if you died, like you couldn't continue. It would just be game over, and I guess you'd have to start from your last save or something. Since we've had the sound of all the rest of them, I may as well uh, round Please. it out with this. That was almost pitch perfect, Mike. <laughs> How did you like that? Is there a way to make him make that sound in Smash Brothers? <laughs> like if only. He gets hit by Pikachu at <laughs> a certain voltage. Yeah, there you go. As a guy that has spent a lot of his life, wasted his life, you could say, hammering buttons, it's really hard to get through that. It is. It is not easy. You really have to hammer that circle yeah. button repeatedly. And, and as Ocelot says, fast. don't even think about using autofire. I'll know. <laughs> I don't know how he'd know. Uh, Is that a dip switch? Get that shit out of get here. Get that Pelican <laughs> controller out of here. <laughs> this is an Evo tournament. <laughs> Disqualified. Can you imagine if like this this portion of Metal Gear Solid was an Evo event? Like <laughs> 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 see who can mash the button fastest. I, I forget about that aspect of is that just Metal Gear One where the, the bosses no. describe the controls? I mean there's fourth wall breaking Sure, sure. And other yeah. places. As far as describing the controls, I don't think. But they're they're really again. proud of it and want and like I think it's a, it was incredibly ballsy to do and I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I, I know no, it, it's great. They don't probably don't do it anymore, but it's yeah. I love like the the fourth wall breaks in in one were fantastic with the Psycho Mantis, yes. especially reading your memory card. You like Sui Coden. You like <laughs> Castlevania games. You like Konami games. And he obviously did not say that to me in any of my playthroughs. Oh, oh but he made your controller move after telling you to put it on the floor. Yep. You like your imported copy of Beatmania. You never <laughs> finish jumping, Flash. <laughs> I would love if more games did this. Like if just like you're like three quarters of the way through like Deus Ex: Human Revolution, and it's just like. Just spam E. <laughs> Buy the Steam trading card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use the right stick to aim. Uh, don't shoot at me. I'm evil and mean you hard. <laughs> be fantastic. Every game should end with the boss just telling you. Yeah, telling you explaining what controls to the press. controls to you, or encouraging you to buy premium currency. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. It took a second. <clears throat> or if the boss, you get to the, the last boss and they just feel the need to give you a very basic tutorial on the controls you've been using. <laughs> Remember, X is jump. Hold <laughs> up to move forward. <laughs> Patronizing. <laughs> Actually, did... But you can't hit square. And every time you get hit, he's like, "Remember, dodge a circle." <laughs> how how was, was Revengeance's tutorial told to you by a robot? 
no, I think it was told it to was you by text. one of your your away team members through your. But she actually she says the controls though. Probably, yeah. I, <clears throat> seriously, that doesn't happen a lot. Usually, it's like move your head to the side, not move yeah. the left stick. Yeah, but and then it, that's. It, uh, the intro to Blood Dragon is actually the best example yes, of that. Where yes, he forcibly puts the program in your head where you mm-hmm. have to go through like, God damn it, I know how to move. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Dragon is so wonderful. Yeah, Blood Dragon's great. Yeah. I need to, I need to get Friends back and play through Telling you, it's great. Oh, so much music I want to recommend for this episode. <laughs> oh. oh. So that's oh. it. So uh, I guess that's our top five. Hey. Very, very affecting torture scene. Um, probably the most affecting of any of these, although in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, may, and may, this may just be because I'm an old fart, and yes. it's particularly yeah, okay. Yes, yeah. yes. We ended there. It's because I'm an old fart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Most so we're going to go out on that thing you said, and when we come back, we'll talk about the new releases and probably some other stuff. Stay tuned. It's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. If you're anything like me, you spend each day watching your adorable paws in a nearby stream, hear a twig snap, and wonder, how could I have done more to support Vigigame Apocalypse? Well, it's easy. Hi, everybody. I'm Pikachu. The hell you are. I'm Pikachu, mightiest of all the Pokemons. And I'm here to tell the children about Pokemon XY, named after my chromosomes. Horseshit, you're a rat that's been huffing yellow paint. No, look, I can shoot lightning everything. Dude, I just watched you crawl out of the same bag that Duke Lombardi guy was using. I have seen the mysteries of the universe. Uh-huh. I have seen the face of God. And he's a bee-doo. God is not a bee-doo. Is so. Here, you can see yourself. I am Bidu, strongest and most beloved of all Pokemon. Bow down to me, your god. Ah! Awesome. There's nobody's in the who had better watch their back. We ain't going to put up with no one stealing One Direction songs. Oh god, you're so full of shit! Alright, well, let's, let's just talk about the show. Download it on iTunes, rate, review it, uh, give it five... Stars, stars, it's stars, not skulls. I know, I keep forgetting this every week. It's it's stars. Like Resident Evil. Yeah, just like Resident Evil, you stupid shit. Go to store.lasertimepodcast.com. Stop sending me these cool t-shirts, please. I've dug so many burrows, and they're just full of boxes. I don't want to open them, they're terrifying. But you should wear them, because they're awesome. Oh, if you want to spend a little less money, buy stuff from the Amazon links on the site, and the Video Game Apocalypse crew will get a little cut of any money you spend. If you don't want to spend any money, you could just tell a friend about the show. Uh, tell two friends, tell three friends, uh, maybe while you're sharing trash at, at midnight. If you really want to go the extra mile, uh, you could you could donate to the show, but, you know, remember, you're supposed to put Video Game Apocalypse on there, or it just goes to Chris, and he stashes it in the mattress, and then I stash a fish head in the mattress, and then the fish head leaks on your check, and it's just a bad scene all around. 
Donations are nature's way of saying I love you. Your mom's a donation. That hurt. Finally, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Now, excuse me while I fuck up these two shitheads. And now, uh, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks for sitting through that interminable break. Uh, <laughs> it's time to talk they about... They weren't here with us. Huh? They weren't here living the interminable break No, with they'll us. hear a different interminable break. Oh, I see. Not, not the weeks and weeks of solitude that uh, <laughs> spanned the time between our first and second for, for those of us who recorded it. We did it. record the first segment in 2010. It's true, yeah. it's true. Yeah, way ahead of the game. Uh-huh. We, we, we were psychically attuned to how GTA Five would be received. Mm-hmm. It was just a wild guess. Michael came off. up to me and said, paid look, off. I think the next GTA, should it be announced, will do something controversial. I think it'll do something with torture. We should... Uh, and in the meanwhile, let's include this recently released game, Punisher. I think, the, <laughs> too. I think the media will take that bait and... Uh, never mind, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, it's our second segment. Traditionally, we begin this with a look at this week's new releases. These are new releases. They are releasing new releases. These are the new releases. Everybody cherish them. <laughs> I got to add a little Fred Schneider to that. Uh, Everybody cherish them. New releases. It wasn't a game. <laughs> it was a cock dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, it was I don't know. Get that man out of the room. <laughs> Get that man out of the room. Um, Shut him. Not, not, a, not a great week <laughs> for releases for really. us. Or... If you're a sports fan, it is. Because... Uh, Are you ready for football? We got not one but two kinds of football. Do we? Uh, European football. <laughs> the soccer, as you Yanks call it. The soccer bowl. We got we got FIFA 14 and uh, a year in advance, I know, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. So yes. our English counterparts will have something to play on their lunch are breaks they, again. Are they do, not, they have, do they have Adiaga? Adiaga 2? Badiaga? Pizzotza? Um, I'm going to pretend that I know what you're talking about, Haley. not that you're just sort of going through a seizure. Alexi Lawless? <laughs> I think I'm out of soccer, people. Just look up Simpsons plus football. Ben you Rubes. Like you Rubes. Lucy Lawless. Oh, wait, passes the center. Center passes. That's the other one. No. This one's better. Uh, also out this week, Scribblenauts Unmasked. Who cares? DC Comics Adventure. Who no. cares? Me. DC it, Comics fans? It looks really cool. Yeah. You can call licensed look characters at, into existence. I type in Batman, and look, it's a little, like, Lego guy of Batman. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. <laughs> look, look at him. Look at him sitting right there. That's like an Batman. infringement. He is, is not a Lego. You're listening to a person who plays games exclusively in Mugen and Newgrounds, who is totally cynical to the idea. Yeah, whatever. You know you can do the same thing on Google Image Search. You can <laughs> type in Batman, and then you see Batman. Yes, but you can grab your Batman action figure in one hand and whatever other action figure that, <laughs> and mash them together in front of yourself and go, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why do no, I that's get, injustice. Do I really ah, have to, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> really have to get up on the Warner Brothers crucifix here? You can type, mm-hmm. you can type in Jetpack with your imagination. It's technically the most robust DC encyclopedia in all of gaming. Why am I being so mean to Scribblenauts? Seriously, what no. I set the tone for this. You're I not know, supposed I'm, to have like you're supposed to care or not have an opinion. I'm kind it's of a of follower, things. not a leader, and Mike Grimm kind of. <laughs> 
I'm going to give Superman a jetpack and smirk to myself at the irony of that. <laughs> can you still? What I want to know is, can you still use the adjectives? And I probably would know this if I'd been following any of the preview coverage whatsoever. Fat Superman? Fat, yeah, Superman. fat Superman, zombie Superman, uh, uh, gay Superman. Captain Libertarian Cold. Superman. He's got a fedora You type on. in gay Superman and it just comes up with Batman. Captain Cold, but 9-11. That's all you got to do. You'll win everything. <laughs> Captain Cold, but 9-11? Captain Cold, 9-11. Type it in and watch what happens. No. Please. Please. I hope it does something. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see what it does. <sighs> if you can type in Mr. Mix Pick Six and spell it correctly, Mix he will sp- appear. Isn't it Mixy Plutlick? Pitlick? Yep. I get confused because the only time I've heard it said is in the Superman Returns game and nobody else pronounces it like that. I think Mixy Pitlick is how it's supposed to be pronounced, but then the, uh, I want to say the Hanna-Barbera Super Friends show yeah. pronounced it Mitzelplick. Yeah. None of it is correct. No. None of it. None of this. None of this makes is, any sense. His to name was written fans. to be unpronounceable, and every time someone tries to pronounce it, they pronounce it differently. Mm-hmm. It's like Cthulhu. The Cthulhu. H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu. Oh, I, th- I, th- I think you mean South Park's Cthulhu. Uh, that's that's where I was introduced. Mm-hmm. That video game. Cthulhu I don't read. saves the world. Cthulhu <laughs> or Call of. Juarez. Call of Juarez. <laughs> H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Juarez. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't uh, be awesome. It was his uh, greatest work. <laughs> and those cartels. Uh, uh, scary. Uh, oh, Call, Call of Juarez, oh, Cthulhu Slayer. Don't want to run into these cartels in the dark. Nope. <laughs> this is the drug mafia Don Nyarlathotep. <laughs> does does uh, Wind Whacker count as a new release? No. Well, that, well, that was last week. Well, I mean, it's it was sort of this, this week. week, sort of last week. Yeah. I mean, it was the Sunday in between these weeks. Wonderful 101. Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is this Sunday. So, um, well, as we're recording. Oh. I, I can't wait to see what you think of Wonderful 101. Well, you played the demo, right? Nope. Oh, I yeah, played yeah. it at E3 a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I played it at PAX a little bit. It's... Super charming. Yeah, no, like, I really like the moxie of it, but I do get the impression that it's it's coasting on that moxie. Yeah, you think so? Coasting on moxie. Coasting on moxie. I don't know. Sounds Big like Platinum a Jimmy fan. Buffett But album. yeah, no, I'm a huge Platinum fan. Nothing I won't buy from Platinum. Uh, Armored Core Verdict Day Ooh. is also out. Uh, Wait, the previous Armored goodness. Core game had, I would say, the most incomprehensible menu system that I've ever encountered in really? the game. It was also this is also the second Armored Core uh, to have a giant five in its logo or a giant V, yeah. which is kind of confusing because yeah. Armored Core Five also had a giant V. Uh, so it's that's the one I'm five. talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I Core love answer. This. Whatever Armored Core used to be a big deal. I used to really like that series. No, it was in a, the PS1 days. PS1, P, it was, and now it's just like oh, oh, Verdict Day. Never heard of it. Also. <laughs> It's made, becoming like Dynasty Warriors, but with I, mechs. I did TGS. It's made by From Software, so if you like Dark Souls and you don't like this, you're a fucking poser. Uh, if you like Metal Wolf <laughs> Chaos. What if I hate I, both of them? Greatest games ever. I will literally murder you. <laughs> no. That means you have to As opposed him. to figuratively. No, yeah. Down that knife. I will figuratively <laughs> disgrace your image in the public, Michael. <laughs> oh, no. By murdering me, literally. Yes. <laughs> that Michael guy was alive, was and now he's dead. What, what an asshole. What a bitch. Who's straight murder. <laughs> and nobody's talking. We really, yeah. Uh, Hakuoki, uh, Memories of the Shinsengumi is coming out on thing. 3DS. Weeaboo, That's... Memories of Me Buying Something Off PlayAsia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadfall Adventures for PC and 360. Cool. Anybody? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Deadfall? Yeah, I mean, all this I list also it, says yeah. Shadow Warrior is coming to PC, which I, I I could swear from all those ten percent off 
trading cards I've been getting on Steam that it came out like ages it ago. It comes out every week. Yeah, that's Toki Tori too. Toki Tori Two is the newspaper of video games. <laughs> every day it's available at your doorstep. <laughs> For the first time. For the first time. Uh, now Shadow on shoes. <laughs> I don't know. Shadow Warrior. Re- is, re- is that getting like a remaster or is it just the same game? No, it's a bold reimagining. Can't you read the marketing <laughs> copy there? Uh, I guess I can. Um, a bold reimagining of 3D Realms cult classic shooter it's that blends and cool. the viciously over-the-top gunplay of its predecessor with gross racism. Is this yes. the same? Like, Absolutely. Did yes. they do a batch remake of this in Rise of the Triad? Is this the same team? No. 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 Okay. Never mind. But but yeah, um, you know, like new versions of cult classic shooters don't have a good reputation. This one, I actually think does look cool. But yeah, does the the main characters still say, "Who wants some Wang?" Probably. <laughs> I want some Wang, sir. Probably. Will I be able to buy this game eight months down the road for two dollars and fifty cents? Yes. <laughs> then I. <will. laughs> I say it looks cool. I don't mm-hmm. know if it is cool, but there's just like there's some fun stuff going on. I'm saying it's Dopeular. It's Christopher's pick of the week. <laughs> okay, Dopeular Chris's Dopeular week. Pew pew pew. Somebody make a theme song for that. <laughs> yeah, you can do stupid stuff, and I like stupid stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Not a lots of DLC. Not a really great week for releases. Well. Did GTA, did they say anything about DLC for that game at all? No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing? And if they had, it wouldn't be in the new releases. And if no. our overlords no, no. at Rockstar choose to say anything, we will dutifully report. But <laughs> in, in the beginning, they said there would be DLC for 4. Yeah. At, at some point. Like, yeah, they were very upfront about it. Yeah. And I think I almost got one of them fired over it. Well... If I didn't actually get him fired. Was that when somebody mentioned 5? No, that was when they were showing it off and talking about the DLC as a 360 exclusive. And I asked mm-hmm. the question, like, okay, so what are PS3 players getting? And he's like, well, the, Xbox. the DLC is on, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the DLC is on Xbox 360. It's like, so they they won't be able to play that? Like, yeah, well, I mean, if you want the complete experience, get it on 360, I guess. Where, and where, I found where? out, like, a couple of years later, like, that that got him in... Like a ton of trouble, and I felt a little bit bad about but that. But that's why Microsoft but, but paid for it. My reporting on that uh, got I him see. in a ton of trouble because I, I like quoted him directly and said like, "Ah, oh, Rockstar I representative says this won't come to PS3." He said a thing that's true. I think mm-hmm. I remember. That's why you just regurgitate the press sheet, Michael. You know this. Oh, yeah, I remember you and I sitting, and then you take your fat bribe like the rest <laughs> of us. Yes, do. I remember you and I standing like in an appointment at the Rockstar loft. And we were, I think it was for, it had to have been for Gay Tony. And we were like, oh, is this it? He's like, yep, this is it. This GTA 4 is over. Like, hmm. but why? You could keep releasing stuff like this forever and everybody would be happy. And like, well, the team's all working on GTA 5. And we just like sort of looked at one another like, why did you just say that in front of us before? <laughs> to shut us up? Yeah. To sh- but, or, or like I thought it was just being flippant. Like, what do you think we're working on? Right. You yeah. think there's going to be a 4 in it and not we're not going to consider 5? I've already years seen down speculation articles for GTA 7 on the internet. I hear it's out in Japan. <laughs> and it's right, like my I, uncle I, who I works at Nintendo the- has it. Yes, <laughs> my uncle, yes. <laughs> Uh, My uncle Bob Nintendo, the owner of Nintendo. Yes, GTA Seven. I hear the last boss is Bowser. Yep. Oh, I hate myself. Can someone save me? No. <laughs> Lifeline. Lifeline. Well, let's move on to news. Lifeline. Uh, so EA has a new CEO, Andrew Wilson. Boom, Apparently, for that's some reason interesting because he's thirty-nine years old. 
Which is pretty young to be running a company. Mm. You know, when you're only four years younger than, or four years older than I am. Have you ever heard of that Mark Zuckerberg? He Mm. runs like Facebook and he's really young. I know, right? So weird. He's like 14. You ever heard of Facebook? Weird. I don't like it. I can't see anything bad about anybody young. Facebook, more like young book. Right? Kids with their opinions. I'm trying to think of something wrong about somebody young and in touch with things running. I didn't say it was bad. I I just said it was unusual. Dude, it's totally, it's unprecedented technically. And usually it's something someone inherits just for standing around long enough. And uh, I do love the idea of young people in charge of this kind of medium. He has been with the company Charles in charge. I do. I love the idea. Isn't like every major website tech company run exclusively by people that are like under 40? Yeah, but most of them aren't like multi-billion dollar ventures that uh, don't take a lot of risks. I don't know. Have a gigantic campus. Right, yeah. yeah, I get it, yeah. yeah. It's like the president. He wears he, jeans, mandated you have to be 55. Is there no decorum? <laughs> <laughs> My world is crumbling down around me. Uh, Diablo 3 shutting down its auction house. Woo! It is, next year. I'm, uh, I'm interested in, in, in a as, while. as to why. Because it, did it not ruined do, the game. I, did it not do exactly what people had predicted to be... With I don't know what they thought it would do. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what their well, expectations I, were. I, I have if I if you're thinking cynically, uh, not cynically, truthfully. No, 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 cynically. Like the like why they made the auction house is that there were a dickload of online eBay transactions mm-hmm. that completely cut the make of the game out of the out of the cost. And yeah. said they were like, well, why don't we facilitate these transactions and take a little slice? Of no, the I I understand where the logic came from. It's just like, oh, people are going to do this anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's build it in. Like that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But in a game where collecting powerful items is the point of the game, the point mm-hmm. of the game, sure, quite literally, creating a method where you can spend uh, twenty cents Infinite to just money. get that thing. Mm-hmm. Ruins the game, like even even you're saying a low a low cost item for something even slightly coveted. The, the, like there was there was such inflation that it, mm-hmm. it got to the point where yeah, you could just get what you wanted. And I think the concept people that, can get what they want. That's terrible. But it's like the concept yes. that you can even do that undermines it for everyone else, exactly. even if you never use that auction house. I, I fucking gave up on the game because I was like, why do I even play? Why am I even doing well, this? Because I, I mean, don't like, care. Their, their kind of reasoning in the beginning was like. Well, you don't have to use it. Yeah. But, like, I, I really hate that reasoning. It's not... That that doesn't work. If you put it there, if you put it out there mm. as an option, that changes the experience. Yeah. If Where, it was like, Diablo to... is about, like, grinding and, like, killing a bunch of things and getting really lucky with a drop and going, hmm. yes, I found this really rare thing. Like, nobody seems to complain about auction houses and MMOs. Yes, they do. Do they? Yes, all oh, the time. Okay. But I, think it, I take it saying, back. Then I stand corrected. But I'm saying, like, when you I don't play MMOs. Like, so getting, fuck you. Getting really excited about getting you that made the right rare <laughs> that rare item, the excitement goes away sure. when you can go look at the auction house and go, oh, there's 50 of those on sale for 10 cents. But like, it's not an exciting. And if the game was free to play, I think there'd be less of an argument because sure. I don't want to say pay to win is the model for free to play stuff, but in a lot of games. You do get a distinct advantage. I, I definitely defended the auction house for Diablo 3 because I saw the reasoning when it came out. I was like, look, yeah, people are going to do it anyway. Facilitate it. Make a little money. People can make money playing it. But as I played it, I realized, like, this really does mess it up. And it undermines to, the purpose of, of the, the game. game. Yeah. I can see that, I it's guess. It's like, a, you know, like if in Borderlands 2, like, mm-hmm. you want to get a cool new gun mm-hmm. with a drop. If you could just go to a, a store mm-hmm. at any time no matter what your progress on the game, 
and see every gun available. I, I think it, and just choose. It's interesting that your want. point is not is not. I, I like people making a capitalist analogy where, like, well, now you make sure the rich players get all the best shit. Yeah, no, who that's, cares? That's, that's not what you're saying. You're saying that, like, the purpose of the game is discovering and finding this shit yeah. randomly or a little bit of toil. Yes. And, yeah. and just being but, able to go to, like, a Kmart and, no, it, like, see all of the loot and go, oh, I'll have that. It's sort of, that sort of blew it's my mind. Fun. Because I think people have been playing, you're probably right that people have been playing the game for years to discover and because they kept discovering. And if everything yeah. is laid out there with a monetary value, yeah, what's the point in playing for and, that long? And it also brings that min-max huh. shit in, too, where it's like, oh, here's the best thing. This is the best one. There's no argument. That's it. Yeah. It's got the and, most stats. I mean, stats. like, Michael, you mentioned MMOs. Yeah, people complain less about that, but only because most of them are less about loot. <laughs> Diablo yeah, really true. is about loot 100%. Like, yeah. killing Diablo's enemies... Isn't that fun? It's just a slot machine. But what about like, the story, Tyler? What yeah, about the narrative no, and the ludonarrative no. dissonance? And actually, I kind of have a problem with loot-based games. I don't think it's a really compelling game mechanic, personally. What part. about the ludonarrative dissonance, where I'm not the, ludicrous? The, the ludicrous and I get ludonarrative. You're not ludicrous in the. It's like you're not ludicrous in the story, but you are during gameplay, and that's very distracting. I mean, I yell "Move, bitch! Get out the way!" Whenever I play any <laughs> racing game. So. But you're not playing as ludicrous. I don't right. get it. Yeah, it's that's weird. <laughs> anyway, I could talk passionately about why no, I, I, that I, didn't work forever, but. I don't think loot is a really compelling think, mechanic. Do you not anyway. think an auction house could work in another game that's not Diablo? Well, I, I something about yes, some, like player, I think it could work well in a game that's already freemium, like uh, yes. Ultima Forever, for example. Yeah. No, that's, but consider that's the whole argument, though, is that it's like freemium games. That's how they work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, and certain games do well. Like League does it perfectly. Like you pay money for stuff in that game, but it's all like window dressing. Like, you can buy runes and stuff, but that's, like, But minor, it's all what makes stuff. it a lifestyle experience or what defines you as the player. Like, I look different right. from every other one of these Or, champions. this is a weird thing, too, but, mm. or, I have played this game for 40 hours, mm. and I really fucking like it, so I'm just going to willingly spend all this money on dumb, unnecessary shit. I actually shit. did that yeah. with, with Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. Like, no. I played I played so much of this for free, I kind of want that plant. And I gave these guys nothing. And I did that with And tribes. it's a beautiful Here model, because it's just, like... They've already earned my trust and given me what I wanted, and it's like, and now I'm going to give you money because and and when loot isn't like take, eh, I'm going to bring up Eve Online, but um, oh boy, there we it, go. It's this is its about, own universe. This almost stands independent of this entire well, it, argument. It's all about a simulated economy, right? Like the like right. a lot of the game is based on the auction house or, or being able to sell stuff. But the reason that that is a positive and not a breaking thing is that they have this simulated economy where, you know, like, finding things isn't the point. It's mm-hmm. getting a status symbol is about building up the wealth to be able to afford something cool. Whereas in Diablo 3, you didn't... You you could just kind of throw down a dollar, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't... Whereas in EVE, you either have to put in a lot of real money, like, more than you should unless you have a problem... Um, or you have to build up a lot of in-game wealth, and like it's it takes a lot of effort. Whereas in you know, yeah, like Diablo, it didn't take any I effort. I think it's. I mean, there has to be some. You have to be almost one hundred percent correct if Blizzard is acknowledging. Yeah, we're taking it down. Yeah, in they, order they in order a, for the continued existence of the game, it. we're taking it down. Like they that's, spent a long time yeah. defending it, and they finally have been like, yes. And and people have left Blizzard or been at Blizzard and said. 
yep, that was a mistake. Yep, nope, not a good really? idea. Well, I think the other argument, too, is that they're doing it now because it's coming out for consoles, mm-hmm. and they've said from step one that that was never going to be in the console version. Mm-hmm. So it got, it's I like, just saw it probably going to go to 10. Mm-hmm. A 10 out of 10. Diablo three, it's a surprise. Okay, I've, I've heard like like I said in a couple shows ago, I've heard some praise mm-hmm. for the console editions, but at the I've, same I've time, it's, it's like better. it's Diablo. Mm-hmm. They're like Diablo three, like I didn't think it was that great. One, like I got addicted, and yeah. then I quickly lost that addiction yeah. when it came out on PC. And it's like it didn't yeah. really appeal to me at all. Like when they announced the console version at the PS4 reveal, it's like really you're going with this this game that's been out on PC for like what six you months saw that already. Blizzard logo thought they were going to do a WoW. Yeah, or or anything more interesting anything, than Diablo yeah. three. Yeah, no, I don't dislike the game at all, but it's one of those things where it's exactly like Borderlands to me, where it's like that is a game I actively do not like because it's like that loot mechanic for me has very little appeal. I constantly tell people I don't like Borderlands. And they're like, why? Why? Why are you constantly telling people you don't like Borderlands? Because they're constantly I ran out of other telling things me to say. I, I have nothing else. <laughs> you're to just say. like I really dislike the game series Borderlands, and then they like just like, Ugh, and you're like, you must be no, intimidated no, no. by my intellect. Look, that's, that's what it says. <laughs> I'm an introvert. <laughs> That's what it says in the soapbox you're standing on. <laughs> oh, no, Tyler I mean, never said that. People are constantly telling me how great it is, and I'm constantly... He did review it a long time ago. Replying and, and saying, mm. I don't think like loot is a compelling thing in games. Like, What about Team Fortress? Too. Not about loot. Yeah. It's not about yeah. loot. Yeah. No, no. No, it's, no, it's, no. It's There's too... the whole sub-economy and all that stuff that certain people get really involved with. Sure. For me, it's about getting on a server with friends, goofing off, okay. and like... Having fun. But it's giving that incentive to people that like the loot. Yeah, and, sure. and Borderlands can be about that when you play co-op, and it, that can be really fun. Sure. But like as a single-player experience, to me, it's like uh, walking around in a pile of guns on the ground trying to figure out which one's better than the one I have. Like It's not <laughs> interesting. I played a whole lot of Dragon's Crown whatever problematic yes he's so embarrassed to talk about this. i really am but i played a lot of it but it's the exact same thing as borderlands where you just get you know loot explosions to people and then i spend 20 minutes in a sub menu like hmm this one has 0.5 percent more gold drop than poison <laughs> resistance hmm 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 and it's what, like god i don't care what i like is like fewer weapons uh-huh. but with actual gameplay differences between them versus Gajillions, as they advertised, of weapons yes. where the difference is a percentage, a, a 0.1% increase in... That I uh, convince myself I will notice and I never time. will. Mike, yeah. Mike Grimm, do you see a difference in Monster Hunter then from that? Monster Hunter, I don't know. The percentages aren't quite as different. Like The weapons are significantly like. They do have a powerful. significant attribute and, it yeah. take, and you are definitely... You, are, you, don't, you never get a weapon, really. It is a very loot-based game in that sense, I just but it's got, like... I just imported 3DS and got full Monster Hunter 4. I'm so happy. But I mean, that, that game has its own special thing where it's like, I'm killing endless waves of mooks in Borderlands and Dragon's Crown mm-hmm. just endlessly. But that game is, it's more about just I constant, am. like, large-scale boss fights where mm-hmm. it's like you're actually, like, doggedly hunting someone down and, like, exhausting them. Like, the mm-hmm. idea that it's like, I'm not hitting them a few times and they're falling down. I'm literally just like... Hacking away at the side of some massive beast to watch it go, uh, uh, and then start drooling and get tired. So not not and headshot, around. headshot, headshot, headshot. Mm, right. Yeah. As far as like mm-hmm. getting stuff, my favorite games game design is like the mm. Metroid or or Zelda style, where it's like each thing you get does something different. In mm. Zelda, you get a hook shot. It's like, wow, this lets me do like things I, could, things I couldn't do before. Yeah. Or in Metroid, you get. Huh. 
a weapon with a totally different kind of beam, and you're like, and if you could okay, buy, like, I can use this so differently. Using, I can go back to where I saw all those things with the weird bulbs that <laughs> exactly. this thing hooks onto. So, I can so appreciate like, this redundant it, level design that makes me repeat itself. But, it, but but getting the weapon is a revelation. It's like, oh, that stuff makes sense. So I can now would go you use this? And using Metroid is a, is a great example. You get to one of those points where you see something. I clearly need a fucking ball bomb. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, if that, you could that buy, comes if with you your lifetime of gaming. It's like, could, ah, yes. But if you could buy it in advance. Yes. Like, no, free to play. That would wreck everything. That you, would you destroy so? the entire mechanic of that genre. Yeah. yeah would. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you could go fight more the brain. Right. And you'd be completely unequipped to like, do so. Like, you wouldn't have uh-huh. the skills oh, necessary. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be here already. <laughs> like, <laughs> instant, instant gratification is the opposite of what makes games fun. Mm. It's working for that gratification that makes it gratifying. I, I asked... I am right. playing uh, Warframe, though, and that's a game that has a lot of stuff that you have to grind really, really hard to get. And, I, you know, I had a press account thing going on where they just gave me a bunch right. of stuff, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like this big platinum encoded yeah. like SUV with like a diamonds and stuff and walking it, around like <laughs> and I'm like level 4 like I'm way not talented you're the I'm like the rich yeah. kid that shows up and I'm like check out the new Benz I don't know how to drive I'm the Pope's Escalade <laughs> I mean it, it, it depends on the game and what the gratification is some games the gratification is getting stuff that's true of Diablo well, um, some games the gratification is not getting the stuff like say Tribes Ascend free to play mm-hmm. you can just buy all the weapons but getting the weapons isn't the gratification in that game. Yeah, it's, it's being really skilled, using them well, and winning. It, yeah. So I don't care that you can well, buy all I'm the weapons. I'm more curious. Like I am like having a minor obsession with the uh, uh, Steam Marketplace. And yeah, you're getting them trading cards. I know. Well, the card system, but but then they also give players the ability to sell their own weapons. It is yeah. a grand scale auction house where I could sell somebody. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. I could sell, I could trade a Team Fortress weapon for something in Skyrim, technically. Yes. Or I could sell that for real money. Yeah, and and, and the crazy thing Valve did is somehow make that fun and not breaking. It's, well, how it's they good do because even if you don't give a rat's ass like I do, mm-hmm. I still get a few free bucks every week for selling these garbages on the marketplace. And then it's like when a game comes in a weekend sale for yeah. four bucks, I get it for free. But it's like we're like. You know, I mean, compared to Diablo 2, like, TF2 to me isn't about loot. I don't care about the fucking crates I get, and I don't yeah. buy Manco keys to open them, because I just sell them. I don't care. Um, You're talking I, to I, someone trying to build up their, their account to get better drops. And I just I just have fun with that game for playing that game. It's mm. a skill-based, you know, It still is, at the end of the day, a skill-based game. It's a skill-based game. game with random critical hits and so guns that don't shoot straight. Are you yeah. saying yeah. that... Point, that Diab- <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> are you saying Diablo isn't a skill-based game? Um, no, I mean, you can theory... No, it takes a lot of skill to click on things. <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah. Keep it coming, Michael. I need more of this hate. Click, 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 I mean, it's a game you can sit there and really analyze and, you know, min-max, like, the best build and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the actual gameplay, mm-hmm. it is clicking. Mm-hmm. It is a game about clicking. Um, I still, I still love Talon Nagata's preview of that. He went to some event and it was just the word click like a thousand times. I do love that game, though, because it uh, embodies that weird platinum games mentality where it's like the first playthrough is mm-hmm. brain-dead nonsense that anybody can beat, and it doesn't actually get challenging until, like, the fifth playthrough. And then it's okay. just like... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not being fair to it. Yes, there is skill involved with on the harder modes. Yes. Like, you yes. need to have some kind of strategy and mm-hmm. know when to back off, know when to attack. 
But no end to hold him. No end to hold him. Damn it! I was going to go Kenny Rogers first. I <laughs> no end to right click. <laughs> no end to run. No end to run the executable file. <laughs> but unlike say TFT or no end to control alt delete <laughs> or something else like all that clicking and any strategy and skill you use, the end goal is hoping something neat falls out of a monster. Like mm-hmm. that is Diablo. So the fact that that neat thing is something you can buy, that kind of messed it up. So anyway, to bring it back around, that's yeah. why they're getting rid of the auction house. Meanwhile, uh, to, moving on to other news that is more, that certain people are champing at the bit to talk about. This is, seems to be like the only video game news that penetrated the mainstream this week. To illustrate this, I went to a new doctor today. And we were chatting a little bit at first, and he asked, like, well, what do you do? What are your hobbies? I'm like, well, I play a lot of... I play, yeah, exactly. I play a lot of video games. Uh, I review them mostly on the side. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, the, what's that video game that came out this week? Uh, Grand, the new Grand Theft Auto." I'm like, Auto. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just you know ready to hear some awful thing. And he's like, "That game made more in its first days day than like any Hollywood film has ever made in a week." Yeah, which is true. It made about eight hundred million dollars. I, I believe it that's close on a billion. <laughs> yeah, in its first day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like it was predicted that I, I think Michael Pactor or somebody was predicting it would make that like at the end of its first month. Mm. Uh, no, one day. I, I was, I, I was, I'm just glad it did it again. I, I find yeah. it, it's such a rewarding experience. I love, I love seeing my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter clogged with different unique experiences from a game that where no one is technically ever at the same time in a, the single player is supposed to be doing the same thing unique experience because mm-hmm. I swear I've liked about 18 pictures of the GTA box yeah <laughs> why would you just, do that just did, with people going that did happen and, and you saw what I did calling in sick today and it's like that five times in a row you saw what I like I had to like I asked everybody I think I'm gonna go buy a new Xbox Mm-hmm. And, and you, you did, did. and I did. It's, it's and very I, handsome. I did. I bought it. Room. I bought it. On a, thanks, thanks to my parents for giving me Best Buy gift cards for the last three years for Christmas. They've been sitting in my wallet, and they had it for fifty bucks off. I figured it really, really hurt to buy an Xbox 360 two months before the Xbox One comes out <laughs> it, with yeah, gift really certificates. Stupid. Yep. It. I'm just gonna. I'm, Am I not going to need it in a couple of years? Will I not want to have a 360? It will be the only way you can play all of your disc-based games yeah, for the foreseeable and I, future. And I, I now can download all the other games that I've had to delete trying to make room for everything else. Mm-hmm. Very, it made me very happy. And I get there and I'm like, oh, there's a midnight launch, isn't there? And I clearly went as far as buying a 360. Where I'm going to consider this. So I had to do some stuff. It's 11.30, sitting on my new Xbox. And I'm like, it's almost midnight. Let's go see what this midnight launch is. Yeah. I'm, if, I saw you tweeting pictures from that. Well, that's that's the great thing. I'm in fucking hipster central San Francisco where everybody pretends not to like video games and that's not cool. Mm-hmm. But They're awful. I was thinking... They are awful. I was thinking about it... We the, do this show ironically. That, <laughs> this is one big joke. We're, <laughs> we're still in a big city and if one place has a midnight launch, everybody else has to. Because they're mm-hmm. basically saying, you can get this here. Think about what that says to a retailer. Like, you're excited to get this. Go get it here 12 hours earlier or we have to do this every retailer the best buys in the in a big city are forced to do this and i get there at 12 30 there are six people in line nice and i just walk the fuck in buy one you know what they, they're not used to walk out thanks for coming to the pre-order the uh, pre-order midnight launch here's your free poster i'm like that's right uh you don't want your poster i got plenty of posters i it, like <laughs> i like i hadn't been in a midnight launch line in a, in a very very long time mm-hmm 
I don't know. There's no interesting story here. It just it was. The last time I went to Midnight Lounge was for the Wii. I waited. Uh, oh yeah, me too. Oh six. 13, 13, 13 hours more. Yeah. I got Did there at really? 10 p.m. and I stayed there all night until like 7 a.m. Oh my god! And as soon as I got it, I bought it and I was like, yes. And I, was like, I got to piss like a racehorse. So I went to the bathroom and I set the bag down by the urinal. And when I was pissing. I was watching splatter from my piss get on the bag, and I was like, wow. I'm technically a- pissing on the thing. I just waited 12 hours in line to get. You're weeing on your wee. <laughs> this has been happening in my shoes for years. <laughs> That's funny. The wee for me was the same time, same last midnight launch I did. Waited about the same amount of time. Ended up having breakfast with the people in line behind me because they were the nice. The people in line are pretty cool, man. It, oh, yeah. yes. And that, the midnight really lunch cool. line is a really cool place to be. Yeah, everyone's yeah. really, like, friendly. It's really happy. awesome, especially... I, maybe it was just San Francisco. We're all, like, in our mid-20s, early 30s, and... Yeah, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> I, I was vaguely emasculated, though, when that's not why my little brother uh, and his girlfriend at the time showed up, like, totally like, <laughs> look at this fuck. Hey, you want a coffee, man? Yes. Oh. And then they went off and had sex and got me a coffee and came back. And I was like, oh. At least you were able to pick up a Wii at lunch. See, when, when it launched, uh, there were like two, were two electronic stores near my house. There was like a Toys R Us and a CompUSA that uh, I thought were going to be selling it. So I, I drive past the Toys R Us. I see a huge fucking line out in the parking lot. I'm like, let's see what CompUSA looks like. Nobody there. Like, oh man, this is gonna be so sweet. I'll be Michael, the first one in line. It's five AM. We need some context. What's a compute? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a electronics retailer that shut down like a hundred years yeah. ago. <laughs> yes. But so I go and I wait outside the Comp USA uh for about half an hour and like finally some employees show up. It's like, uh, can are you waiting for someone? Can we help you? And like, oh, uh are you guys selling the the Wii at launches today? And it's like I don't think so. Hold on, let me ask. Hey, are we selling the Wii? Uh, no, let's, let me ask the manager. No, nope, we're not selling it. And so, like, all right, fuck, go back to the Toys R Us and uh, try to get in line there. And then, like, they cut it off, like, 12 people in front of me. Uh, I'm like, ah, oh, man. I can think of is that Mr. Show's get. Are we selling the Wii? Ooh. <laughs> I've been at the car corner for it. <laughs> no, it was a little no, bit like tell that. Him no, tell him no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. But anyway, GTA Five. So I was wondering if, if now other people button. besides me have had a chance to play it. <laughs> so I want to give you guys a chance to talk about it. I wanted to know, and you've been playing it. You've been playing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been watching you play it. I like walking around in the city. After interacting with a dick ton of NPCs, mm-hmm. who so many strangely look like Louis C.K., I cannot get over <laughs> it. Um, do you do you feel, like do you ever like wake up and you feel like you're in a GTA moment, like out when you walk out on the street? Like we, I, we live in a big city, we're yeah. in a big area with a bunch of like weird people yelling for no reason, which mm-hmm. is very much like GTA. Well, I had that a lot when I reviewed GTA Four mm-hmm. because, uh, as you know, I was sequestered in a hotel mm-hmm. in, in the, the Clifton, San Francisco, for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I did nothing but play it, and then I'd like go outside in t- from Liberty City into the real city, and it was just kind of striking like how similar they were. Mm-hmm. But then this last time, I, I ended up just staying home and playing it for three days straight, doing nothing else. And then like when I'd get up and get out of the house to get food, it's just going into my suburban neighborhood and like, long- all right, I have to not drive crazy. I have to. How long can I spend not run without people losing my yeah. life? Uh-huh. Are people going to attack me? Am I going to run across <laughs> some ballas or some families? 
How long is it before I become a Fox News Stories wet dream? <laughs> <laughs> it, happened, it happened to me just on the way to buy beer. We live in not the greatest neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I went to go buy beer, and there's a guy in front of me, like, one at a time, getting things off the candy rack, slow as fuck. And he's... And he just... It's Sounds just right. me behind him, and he just turns around and looks at me. Ah, sorry, man, I'm handicapped. Good attitude, fine. Like, uh, I'm, I'll wait, that's fine. Uh, and he's hobbling along, and... Uh, he buys his stuff, gets out of the store, I buy my stuff, and then like realize he's handicapped enough to where I basically, I could lap him. I could walk right by him. <laughs> After, it's not how transactions should work, you know? He bought way <laughs> ahead of me. And he's out there, and he's got another handicapped friend. And he's walking across the street, and there's a car trying to take a left, <laughs> and like two hobbling people across the road. And at that moment, two more handicapped people... <laughs> Hobble across the road while a car is trying to turn, and I'm just like, this is like somewhere between inefficient and the handicap algorithm, like all mixed together. <laughs> and I just, oh, I was, well, but it happened. And it happens. Yeah, no, it, it happens. I know very the frequently. intersection you're talking about. Yes, I know a, the one. The, there is every other weekend, either there are a ton of fire trucks there, or I look down and it, a bunch of flares have been burned because I just happen to miss the fire trucks that were there. Yes. Yeah. It's. That's an interesting intersection. Uh, and that store, man, like there's just the saddest people, the saddest GTA. Let's let's explain people. the par- the paradox. What, what that- if he had like pulled a, a gun very slowly and like <laughs> robbed the clerk in slow motion? And he's like he's he's not only handicapped, he's a handicapped asshole. <laughs> See, you you joke, but I happened to because I wanted to impress Mike Grimm. I brought my. Monster Hunter 4 import Japanese 3DS. Uh-huh. I saw it. And I was it was impressed. in my pocket. Uh-huh. And all I could think about. I was I was like a white dude with a fat wallet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to rob me. <laughs> Everybody's trying to rob me. I must be on my guard. Wants and, I, and nothing has made me feel like that except for my fucking Monster, <laughs> Horror, Monster Hunter 4 import 3DS. I was going to say, though, that there is a paradox in this house. and uh, There are two... Equidistant liquor stores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. One of them mm-hmm. is less depressing than the one we're talking about. Because yes. this one, the other one is in the nexus of this street. Yes. It's a sixth street on San Francisco. Sixth and it's, street it's is not a good street. It's well known for being kind of a corridor there. for really hard on their luck folk. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tough. And the liquor store there is, as you would imagine, plagued with these dudes and ladies. It's who, not uncommon to wait behind 17 people paying in pennies and haggling over the price of now and buying Swishers oh and yes buying Lucy's black yes. and mild and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other place uh, down the street is closer towards bougie bars and mm. restaurants and mm. stuff and less you annoying know, less, more gentrified shit mm. and but the guy Way that runs expensive. the place he makes up prices as he sees fit yeah it's always tw- an even number we got a 12 pack of PBR there last time we were here yeah. on Sunday Twenty dollars, eleven twenty-five at the crack store, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MSRP on a twelve so, pack of PBR is eleven dollars. Yeah. Sometimes I walk in there and he's like, uh, fifteen dollars. Yes, like, okay. Sometimes twenty dollars. Yep. How's he feeling this day? I don't know. I have to gauge his mood. I need to engage him in conversation before I buy anything. What's going on, Phil? Uh, I don't know about today. All right, man, I'm out. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder maybe, maybe he's just waiting for you to challenge him on the price, as so many of his patrons do. Honestly, I could probably say, but eleven dollars, and he ah, might you say, yeah, yeah, Like they're super nice. That's the thing. Whereas, like, there's a learned gruffness at the crack store. 
where it's like I don't blame the cashiers yes. for looking pissed off and gruff because they have to deal with with like you know like just like there is a subway right across the really, street really from that liquor people. store. Yes, and so imagine oh working at that subway. Which is it, like it has two two employees at any given oh time. God. Like that was built within <laughs> a year. Yes. Like it's on the same block as another it, subway. It, it seems to be I like, hope they get some time on the freeways. Yeah, <laughs> out in the yard. It, it seems like subway was like, yeah, this is going to gentrify. No, it's not. No, 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 no. You made a mistake. Get out. No. Get out. I just I, I went into that store and I bought a sandwich and the guy in front of me was he had a Xeroxed thing of coupons. <laughs> and he was like, these are the Xerox coupons for Subway because $5 is too much for a sandwich. But I believe him. You know he didn't download a PDF on the internet and print it out. He This is the <laughs> thing. This is the thing. The coupons were counterfeit. So he calls a guy on his cell phone and lets the guy know that the coupons he were given he was given were counterfeit. And has a twenty minute phone conversation without moving out of the way or anything <laughs> with this guy about the counterfeit subway coupons he's given. And I'm just like, my life is so awesome. Holy <laughs> shit! I only I only imagine the poor employee like, all right, you guys ready to start that five dollar foot long? And it's like the quietest thing in the world. Five dollar foot longs. Don't let anybody in the neighborhood know there are five dollar foot lugs here. I don't. Yeah, but that street is the only place nearby here where I can buy a pint of whiskey mm-hmm. at one fifty-five a.m. <laughs> so it's 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 a fun time to go down there also, at one fifty-five a.m. Oh God! And um, I hate that all of the all three of these stores, everybody works there is of vastly different ethnicities. I hate. Them all calling me boss. <laughs> yeah, they do all call. There you go. Mm. There you go, boss. boss. You making it, like it really sounds like you're making fun of me, or he thinks he's boss. He comes over here again without a dude. I fucking break his face. <laughs> my my only make fun of my accent again. Like make stab <laughs> him with shiv. Yeah, this is my fun. only chance to mention this as well. But the crafted the last of us <laughs> video games. Does sell shaving powder. <laughs> yeah. There is a rack at what the liquor store that sells shaving powder. Right I next guess to you the... mix it with water and it foams up. Yes, that's what you do. You get a brush you and you mix it, and it's oh. not the hipster art just... of shaving ass place in downtown. You pour it in and your, your beard just falls off. <laughs> I, I can only imagine this is dead stock shaving powder that's been sitting around since twenty years before I was born. Were you there when we saw <laughs> this? It was powder. it was at the other store. Now we're switching between stores, <laughs> but they had like yeah, they oh. had NFL decals from yes. from twenty years. Dave Rudden bought all of these. <laughs> we went there last time during Sunday, and he bought the New York Giants, the Boston Celtics, and the Denver Broncos like window decals that are. They are 10 years older than I am. They were ancient. <laughs> they literally had to rub dust off of them before they gave them to Dave. So good. So when you kept wanting to talk about GTA 5, it was really just so you could talk about your neighborhood. Is that oh, right? It's such yeah. a snapshot of our own life. I didn't talk that much about my neighborhood. I love our neighborhood. Um, uh, no, GTA I, is a lot like this neighborhood. No, I was, I, I've said this to, to Tyler. It was... It's weird talking to people about this because we've been alive for a long time. This is our fifth GTA game, mm-hmm. and this is we played them all, man. Well, it's notoriously <laughs> even been... London 1969. Right. You were there in '69, <laughs> which is the only GTA I did not play. 
Really? Yes. That I've was never like, played... those were my favorite when really? it was on the ones. My yeah. favorite thing about that game is that it's my counter argument to any UK person. It's like they should set the next GTA in London. I'm like, you guys already had yours. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's you the only your... one set in a real city. <laughs> it's... You blew your yeah, load early, man. Yeah, Nobody bought it. That's why we never turn. saw a remake. It's could we? It's safe to say GTA is a lightning rod for controversy. Lightning rod. Lightning rod. Well, that, well, like actually, that's that's one thing. Now that it's out, the very first mission. Seems to take place. It, it almost is GTA Branson. Yes, that it's it's it unfolds in uh, North Yankton, yeah, which every, I think is supposed to be like North Dakota. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, every, yeah. People keep sending me those messages, and I never got until you just put it together like that. Ah, the okay. opening mission that yeah, that's just that, snowy Midwestern. But it was more, town. Like, you had mentioned something earlier that reminded me of like Trevor's introduction, and I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything, but it's kind of how they introduced. Uh, the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park Three, <laughs> yeah, kind of, which that's an interesting comparison. Like, dude, that was like the cruelest, contemporary, the cruelest and coolest thing to fucking do. Yeah, like Trevor blows my mind. It, it, yeah. Like, okay, and, and it will kind of make him make you hate him at first. Mm-hmm. And like, I was I was talking to Ryan Teljonic today, and he's just like, yeah, I just unlocked Trevor. I hate his guts. I hate this character. It's like you will learn to love him. That's interesting. You will. Like, what, what I love about him already. Uh-huh. Uh, so GTA is a lightning, lightning rod for controversy. And I love bringing up that every year there's one game that the media likes to center on. Like, is this our kids? It is. And the greatest thing I saw was during Modern Warfare 2 when the No Russian mission came out. And like, is this is what they're presenting to the public, to the children? And it was just like... Imagine if they'd done this in a movie. And the public received it as... Everybody knows played Call of Duty. No. And like, shut up about it. And they did. And the media controversy went away immediately. Yep. It was beautiful. And that's in between four and five. And we get to five, and I, and I talk to people about it, and like, it's, it does seem a little quaint sometimes. Mm-hmm. That the things that it did that were controversial and new and crazy are, have been done. It's like it, The Simpsons. Well, I, I think it's, it's <laughs> more, to me, it's more like The Matrix. The Matrix no. was, and, and I'm not, no, this is, this is going to sound like an insult to GTA 5. The Matrix did a bunch of cool shit, crazy stuff, blew our minds, and then everybody ripped it off for four years. Yep. And then we got Reloaded, and it's like, yeah, we saw that already. Sure. But, but the major, uh, unlike Reloaded, GTA 5 does have something to offer. It has something of substance there. Mm-hmm. It's not just bullet time. Uh, it, more, more than that, it's not... Con- it, like, I'm playing through, like, the first ten hours of the game, and it's like, it's not very... It, how is the media going to get at this? And then I get to Trevor... And it's like the media's the media's always like you run down hookers and kill civilians and like GTA never asked you to do that no ever it never asked you to commit the the things that you're talking about you can do that a, a child could pick up an army man mm-hmm. and pretend to shoot civilians and pretend to, these are hookers and like anybody could do that GTA just gives you the tools it's up to the individual to find where they want to do that right. it never asked you to do that with Trevor they asked you to do that <laughs> and and like Trevor seems to me like. The presentation of the the parody of the media's presentation of GTA. Yeah, well, he's and, kind of he's kind of like uh, if Claude from GTA Three were a real character, he's just a rampaging yeah. sociopath. Yeah, who Which likes is to the kill only people. Character that makes any kind of sense in this universe, yeah. to be honest. Uh, Everyone else, it's well, like, that, that's the reason why he's the one who has the rampage missions available. Yes. Yeah, because well, he's I, the nutbag. I love Michael's rampage mission. Wait. 
Yeah, the, the when he gets high. Yes, is awesome. Uh-huh. Is awesome. Is a great way to frame a rampage. Mission. It was funny to me because it felt like a pale uh, <laughs> impersonation of Saints Row. Where it's like you're smoking weed, bit. shooting aliens, and it's like, but theirs is way less colorful the, and lame. There, there's a joke arc to the to those missions, which yeah. you'll see as you play through. Uh, I did. It Someone will justify. I saw yes. somebody. I think it was you, Dustin Triplett. If you're listening, you spoil it on Facebook. <clears throat> Mike Grimm hates GTA, by the way. No, I don't think. I you, don't hate it. No, it's great. Well, what uh, don't I, you like about it? Hey, don't. Uh, do you really want to open don't this? Don't pull back day? on this. Yeah, have a uh, let's I, talk. Look, I'm All right. I'm an Let's have a frank discussion. An Anne Frank discussion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so I'm all, a 16 year old girl. And let's all be quiet. All right. I'm discovering my period. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> they set me up for failure here. Because <laughs> I hide from the Nazis. Continue. Yes, good. <laughs> they hired me as Oscar Schindler because I make lists. <laughs> uh, Continue, but, uh, please. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I'm enjoying the game. It's great. It's a technical fucking marvel. It looks great. Mm. It's fantastic. It's a great recreation of LA. I love it. I feel the writing is really weak. I feel the satire aspect of it is incredibly ham-fisted and lazy. I'm going to agree. It's so it's, on the nose, and we talked well, about Well, certain parts of it are, yeah. Like, the, the whole thing with Life Invader and yeah. all the, like, just really overt, like... They, they might as well have, like, an attorney's office that's like, we fuck you, money out ass, uh, attorneys at law. I, I mean, fr- I really like the Franklin stuff so far. That yeah. stuff's my favorite yeah. stuff. Like, the dialogue is great. It's fucking really... It seems believable. Michael is boring as shit. I don't give a fuck. Really? It's he like, gets more interesting. Okay, he gets more interesting. But yeah, at this point, I'm just like, I don't care. It's just like, my wife is shitty and my kids suck. I am ex-criminal. <laughs> Time to talk to psychologist. And the psychologist is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, just give me your money. I'm not interested can, in your Michael, problems. Can, <laughs> and it's like, wow. Mike, can you man, stop playing really that vapid. Michael sound effect right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, can't I can't hear difference. what Mike's saying. Over <laughs> this New Yorker being impersonated as Borat. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I told the Mexican roof. Oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good, but uh, I haven't played it. Well, Meg, give give it a you. chance. Like I, I think a lot of people, well, a lot of critics who played it, um, who ended up giving it ten, and I'm really just referring to myself and and Hollander Cooper here. Uh, when I say a lot, um, we like there was kind of a period of uncertainty. I was like, is this really that good? And then like you get to like the through the second half and it's like yes this was really that good this was yeah. fucking fantastic and mm-hmm. I've, I'm kind of uh, revitalized now because I had finished it I hadn't played it for a while and then the other night uh, well last night actually I was like looking at a story that was posted on oxmonline.com and I didn't notice how I say the full URL there Dave Rudden for life yes Dave Rudden posted it mm-hmm. and he uh, was pointing out like little things that we miss in GTA 5 and mm-hmm. one of the things he says was jetpacks and then I saw one of the commenters and bear in mind I haven't been paying attention to the secret stuff mm-hmm. yet one of the commenters like actually the jury's out on jetpacks until somebody's finished it because there's a thing on Mount Chiliad that has uh, markings and like this diagram with a UFO, mm-hmm. and then uh, on the uh, ob- observation deck it says, "Come back when you finish the game." Yeah, and so it's like I finished the game, so I immediately start it up, jump in a chopper, go up to Mount Chiliad, and I find the inscription. It's like scratched in the back of the the observation deck. Wow. That it's like, "Come back when you finish your story." Mm-hmm. And there's like a diagram inside the little sky bucket shack there where it shows like a UFO and a guy with a bag and then like a cracked egg and a bunch of little red X's and boxes and then in the top there's a UFO. 
So I'm not sure what that means. I think it may be, hmm. and it ties to the, the UV map that comes with the special edition somehow. Yeah. I hmm. think that you have to maybe collect all the spaceship parts as uh, Franklin and come back. And then bring like $500,000 to some spot or something. Yeah, that, that, that $500,000 yeah. thing, like the only thing I can think of is the collection docks where I, th- I can't remember if they cost $500,000 or not to buy. But mm. I bought them, and when you buy them, you get a submarine, which you can then use to go around and collect nuclear waste with. Oh. So maybe you collect all of that, and you can use it as fuel for your spaceship. What? Hmm. No. This seems like the kind of thing I'm going to wait for someone else to do, and then go, huh, how clever, Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch yeah. it on YouTube. <laughs> but I, I did, uh, you know, I was patrolling around looking for secrets. I... I didn't see Bigfoot because apparently he shows up during a mission. He does, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Polygon put a video up that's pretty definitive. Yeah. I did find the crashed UFO in the Northern Ocean, though. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's kind of crazy. That's on the UV map, right? That's yeah, it is. There? Yeah, it yeah. is. And I, I was just kind of going around like looking for anything. Like I was actually just trying to take the submarine from one point to the, the other, like looking for... Like, somebody put up a map and marked, like, alien base here, sea monsters over here. So it's like, all right, I'll go take a look. I feel we should say, too, the UV map is, if you bought the special edition right, of the game, yeah. there's a different version of the map. The of, like, $80 the, special well, edition that comes with more DLC and uh, a steel box. With and, my beautiful yes. blimp? Hmm? Yes. Yeah, you, well, you get the blimp know, plus some other there. stuff. But it's like a different version of the map, and if you put a UV light over the map, there's secret markings on the map showing you where stuff is. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Like the physical map. The physical yeah. map. That's they in star the case. tropics this thing. <laughs> wow. It, it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like somebody, this, somebody give me it's a this dollar for stiff that, paper though. map that looks like a blueprint of the yeah, state. Yeah. And then you, yeah, you no, shine a UV light today. on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you get a UV light? I don't know. Rockstar well, doesn't have all the answers. Well, they know their <laughs> users smoke weed and have black lights yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, somebody yeah. is going to look at it accidentally sooner or later. What do you guys think of Jimmy? I don't think I met Jimmy. Jimmy is Michael's son. Oh, God. He's, he's <laughs> the worst. He's the absolute worst. His daughter's terrible, too. Yeah, they're both terrible. Like, and that's one thing that like, I, I realize in uh, seeing everybody's complaints mm-hmm. early on about the game is that uh, there aren't really a lot of positive or even very interesting female characters in GTA V. Like, they have never been... There have. There yeah, there, no, there. Ha- uh, who was the black woman in four? The Elizabeth. Yeah, she was red. Was she awesome. was good. I yeah, liked her. Um, the the yakuza boss in in three, mm-hmm. and and like that weird Catalina. But yeah, Catalina was early on a nemesis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying they have to be positive. I'm just yeah. like like somebody pointed out. It's like are any of the characters positive? It's like well, no, but the guys are kind of. Negative in yeah. more interesting and varied ways in the women in this yeah, because I like kill them to have an interesting woman. Yeah, there there are a couple that I after thinking about it more, it's like okay, no, she was interesting and okay, she was all right. So, um, yeah. Amazingly, I've not seen a single episode of Breaking Bad, but I know a whole lot about Skyler mm-hmm. and why people don't like her and why people yeah, who don't terrible. like her shouldn't not like her. And it sounds like she is. An interesting character, and I don't know. There was an editorial I read that I really liked recently mm-hmm. about how uh, it was, basically the premise was: I'm tired of people wanting quote strong female characters. Yes. Hmm. Stop doing that. Make interesting female characters yeah. Yeah. who have all the same problems as male characters. Stop yeah. making strong female characters mm-hmm. who overcome all obstacles. 
make flawed female characters well, who just don't have to. That's be the argument: a is that a lot thing. of these strong female characters are just basically the male power fantasy character, but it's yeah. a woman. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Stuff from like, like Kill Bill and stuff, where it's just like you're a fucking homicidal maniac. Well, yeah, you're like, a dude with tits. A good example. Exactly. Uh, maybe uh, do you see Orange is the New Black? I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that's good. It's a good example of she, flawed she's a, female characters. She's, yeah, she's she fucks up in ways and like ah, but like yes, let them be. Women fun. are, I guess, aren't allowed. To do that as protagonist very yeah, often to exactly. fuck up, and she's well, and she that's what's happening up. with Breaking Bad is they're going, "What a bitch!" Uh, no, the it's, sky, the sky it's, she's a flawed uh, and somebody had strong mentioned strong and me, flawed female character. And I'm not even spoiling anything, but it was like in the beginning, I thought Walter White and his, yeah, this guy's trying to make it happen. All this is fucking fascinating. His wife's all over his ass to the, get her to stop. The doing. fact that you could ever think that about his character is. No, no, no. Mentally retarded. I will. I will say in the in the first two seasons, he what he was built with a little bit of sympathy. Yeah, he he started out sympathetic. He did. Right, no, he, he started, does. He starts off with a decent motivation. He started out with the idea like, that it's like, yeah, this guy's getting it. He's no, gonna no, no, no. do it. It's like, right, but like, but as he, soon as you start thinking that, it's like, but he comes home and his wife put the tap out t shirt down. He, he comes. He comes second, home bro. and I put on my tap out t shirt, <laughs> and the wife gives him lip for what he's been doing. Like, yeah, you exactly. know what this guy just went through? What do you do? But then later on, it's like. You see her fuck perspective. Fuck you for putting. Fuck you yeah. for putting her through this. It took. Mm-hmm. It took. It took a she little while, and I think it, it may have taken me longer than most people. But people saying Skyler sucks. Like Skyler is in the worst situation of all time. Again, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a little bit of that in GTA. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. The I know there's a total yeah. sentiment Bad you just expressed. Inspiration. Yeah. Which, oh. which is why I brought up Breaking Bad because I know there's a little bit of play between them and it's well I will, I will say Michael's family begins as very much a bunch of screechy assholes who you hate to be around and you empathize with him for hating to be around them but I kind of hate him so yeah okay it, it, I don't know in my, in my in my book I'm definitely like I dislike all of you equally <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all horrible people yes, yes yeah. but I think they become not so much less horrible but more likable over the course of the game. Mm. But still horrible. Yeah, they're still horrible. Everybody in that uh, game is fucking horrible right, and yeah. likable at the same time. That's a rock star trade for sure. I mean, I mean yeah, exactly. Well. I, don't, yeah. I don't expect them to not do that. Yeah, I would uh, say that despite some good characters in previous GTAs, I think Rockstar is kind of bad at writing female characters. I don't know. I mean... Do you? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't think they're bad at great, it. I, I just they don't think do they, they went, you know... Very far with it this time, but you know what's what's weird? It's not that I don't want to see a female times, character. It just I, I tried to. It's not shrug it off, but like I get Rockstar's games because they're all based on like dude bro movies on and dude bro archetypes, right. and like mm-hmm. it, it makes sense for me to like you're going to go off on this mission and kill a bunch of people to steal diamonds, and I'm trying to find the movie equivalent to insert that female protagonist in that situation, and I fucking can't. Every woman who is out on a murderous rampage is doing so for revenge. Usually from something horrible. I don't see many movies. Like, Set It Up is like the only... Yeah. Set It Off is like the only mm. fucking female heist movie. Yeah, even even of. like Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Something it, horrible It's reactionary. Yeah. And it's, they're, they're, that's a good point to make. And I, I, I mean, no, and they are mocking slash... Well, maybe it's it's uh, the idea that movies. the violence has to be a a reaction to something. It's not them because, initializing. Yeah, it, yeah. Be, because mm-hmm. like they they still have to be a certain amount of pure and innocent because they're women. Well, yeah, it, so yeah, that's, maybe I, that's I, a bit. Patronizing. Does it sound terrible? Like I still don't see a, a woman doing the things that I am doing. In the so game. you know what I want to hmm. see uh, with, with with like in Saints Row, you want to make your your 
character a female. Yeah, that's why I love I get Saints Row. It. Well, not yeah, only that, it. but Saints it Row also so has Sean Dean Kinsey. But it doesn't. Yeah, but yeah. Saints Row doesn't set up a situation with a family. It, like that's a very deliberate decision to make a person have a family right. and a wife sure. that's cheating. Well, they let you fuck with the narrative of that game a lot more than Saints or uh, Grand Theft Auto does. Because yeah. GTA is yes. more about. We're telling you GTA a story. is more about the narrative. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. But, but at I the same see, time, it's like I. It's nice to be able to just be like. Do whatever the fuck you want. You want to be She-Hulk? Cool, you're She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and my favorite thing about that game too is when you're in the Mass Effect spaceship and you're just like, you walk to someone, romance. Hey, want to fuck? Sure. And they just <laughs> dogpile each other and fuck. Right. It doesn't matter if it's a man or it's a woman. It's just mm-hmm. like you guys mm-hmm. fuck, and it's like great, and nobody cares. And it's just like that laissez-faire thing is me, great, man. That's keep trying. But uh, but yeah, no, it would be cool to see uh, to see more stories about women who who initiate violence without. Uh, yeah. Without, without, but it, who are more like me? Revenge. I don't want to see emotional stories. But I want to see violent revenge fantasies. I get, I get a little protective when people heap this shit on GTA. Like it's it's responsibility no, it's to present. G- it's not GTA's responsibility to because fix what, one it, it doesn't have anything to base. It doesn't have anything to base that off of. If you go by who the characters are based on, like, like no, that's, it, I mean, that's Henry Hill has been like this the stand like Henry Hill. Has been a standard. I, I, th- I think there's a mistake. Right. Hank Hill, sure. Hank, Hank Hill. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Jimmy! Oh, get the plane in the hangar. Oh, uh, it, it. Forgot what I was going to say. Well, I think Henry Hill. By which I mean, I'm guessing you mean Goodfellas. Henry there's a Hill. mistake people make. Um, I think mm-hmm. when talking about sexism and stuff like mm-hmm. this, where. Um, instead of identifying a trend that is the mm-hmm. problem, mm-hmm. they try to find examples and well, accuse the accuse the specifics of being the problem. But it's mm-hmm. like, GTA is not the problem. It is the overall trend of all media. I, f- I think the fact that, that the problem. Like, I would specifics say are becoming more and more the case, you could kind of point and say, like, this: the fact that you're singling out specific games means that this isn't as widespread a problem as it used to be. And, and that's what it was. That, that people heap this stuff on this shit on GTA, mm-hmm. where this is the first GTA game starring a white male in 10 years. Uh, Nico? Nico is not a white male. Yes, he, yes, is. he is. He's Eastern European. That's, that's white. That's white as that's hell, dude. That's do you the really, whitest do you really he consider he's, he's Slavic, he's but American. he's white. Do you, but he's so, not American. He's not American. And then that's the, the one before that, like, dude, they put a black protagonist in the game before, like, literally before also, anybody was Also Johnny Clebitz. Yeah, like, this is... This, right. They're he's new, Jewish. Like, these, this is a progressive group of people with What tends to happen is the most popular things become the spokes things mm-hmm. for their genre. And, and I don't think like, it's fair to heap that upon them. I just want no, to point out that we fair. just made the argument that female protagonists should be more violent and action-oriented of their own volition, which is still the thing that dudes like. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> the idea that it's like, this true. you can't make a game that's about people just having you emotional can. connections. It's called Gone Home. Made by men, motherfucker. And, and well, women. I'll sit down. <laughs> And women, <laughs> women. It's a great game. Yes. Um, no, I'm making the argument that you know maybe if like we need action people, <laughs> action people to do action stuff. Like I, th- I think it maybe it doesn't always have to be the Kill Bill mm-hmm. formula. That's all. I don't know. Well, yeah. one, one thing that's kind of bugged me mm-hmm. is like it seems like every time I look at a game story, you know, those dumb sponsored mm-hmm. links they have at the bottom. There's always one about like. This character from Metal Gear is blah blah blah, and it's always like somebody complaining about the quiet. 
from mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five and how Hideo Kojima's comments and the fact that she's wearing such a skimpy outfit mean he's misogynist. Yes. Like, this is somebody who came up with the boss, Meryl Silverberg, some of the most revered female characters yeah. in video games, mm-hmm. and, like... You can't give him a little bit of benefit exactly. of the doubt that's, here? That's my problem. At least, at least wait until the game comes out and you see the character and then condemn ignoring it. Ignoring the context of history, and especially in these cases, people who have made bold and progressive moves, and because you don't see this immediately, it's worth condemning. And also I care about words. And misogynist means hatred of women. Yeah. Yes. It's so not the same as sexist by you, a long shot. When you shot. accuse someone of being misogynist, you're saying... You're talking about me. That they hate women and really want to subjugate them. And it's like... Maybe wait, you wait, mean... wait. Do you have to hate someone to subjugate them? I not would necessarily. Argue. All right, I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> but, I, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of times you mean they have a prejudice or they have some misconceptions or some ignorance. You probably don't usually mean that they hate... Some people do hate women and they're asshole misogynists, but... I don't know. I feel like it's th- the word thrown around. Yeah, it, it does is get thrown, thrown around pretty liberally. And, like, you're, you're not always talking about misogynists when you say that word. Yeah. I also I also feel like you know characterization has to count for a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's funny that we you we were joking about things to talk about uh, on the cast, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. earlier this week, and we were like, "Po face, talk about sexism in games." And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are four white men solving yeah. all four of women's straight problems. Problems. I I am absolving myself from any answer. This is just a discussion. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. a discussion. No, it's I, it's I, a discussion. I, 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 I don't think, think it, I don't think I, we can't to, solve it. Why is it up to games to solve sexism? Yeah. I I do think it's like, you know, there are better things to get angry about in yeah. games than the way a character is dressed. Mm-hmm. Like worry about the way they're portrayed. Um I I don't know, just I'll I'll uh, paraphrase Kumail Nanjiani here and just say like, you know how you feel about this. So Maybe we're just belaboring the point. <laughs> probably. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably are. But and, you know, and, and how about this? If you're compa- complaining about a female, uh, a non-strong or interesting female protagonist, and you haven't played Beyond Good and Evil, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up. It. You have no right to speak. It's like you telling me I don't have any right to weigh in on political issues because I didn't vote. Oh, sorry, just a straight white man is. saying you have no right to speak just comes off a little. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna say it again, just a little on the nose. From hold on, hold on. From the position of a straight white man, uh-huh. you are not allowed to speak. <laughs> if you have not. That's right. A straight white man is telling you you cannot speak. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. specifically. And I know I'm not just talking All to women. women I'm talking to everybody who isn't a straight white male. If you want to escape from underneath his privilege, <laughs> straight white males <laughs> who haven't played Beyond Good and Evil can talk. Is that is that it? Uh, you just diminish my plug for you, Beyond you, Good and Evil. Like I just want to say, do that you know how great. big my privilege balls are? They just crush everything uh-huh. under them. I think about my privilege at all times. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Every action I take is shaded with my privilege. I'm like, oh man, check out all this privilege I'm exercising. I could order two bean burritos, but if I flex my male privilege, I'd order three bean burritos. (laughs) And then I ordered that third one. You guys joke, but it's true. You just had three bean burritos. (laughs) We did. Then I went to I went to the bathroom on a pizza. Shit so hard, I grew a mustache because I'm a man (laughs) and I run things. I wish I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, we should probably get on to the community oh, segment. Oh, shit. That yeah. hasn't happened yet? Are we still doing a podcast? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> My mustache is sexist, by the way. Uh, last <laughs> week's question be. of the week, answered first on our forums by Zipaw. Uh, if you answer Zipaw, first, Zipaw. Yeah, Zipaw. Zipaw. I, I mispronounce this every goddamn week. I'm sorry. 
uh, and I, he, he or she has corrected me on this before, and to no avail, I still make the same mistakes. It's a she. It's a she? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. You sure? I'm so positive. Okay. Z pause a she. Uh, Feel free to call me an asshole on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already composing the truth. And that, that goes for everybody like who right. wants to talk about the subjects. I, I really don't. I don't feel that strongly one way or another in anything I'm saying, and I would I don't mm-hmm. care about talking to any, anybody about this subject. Okay. Last week's question of the week was, what's your favorite mission from a Grand Theft Auto or similar game, Ooh. and why? Does Grim have one? Z-Paw's answer. Nice. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, I played all of Saints Row the Third in on... Balls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I played all of Saints Row the Third on co-op, and I could take almost any mission we played together as one of the most fun gaming experiences I've had. A handful of great story missions come to mind right away, but the peak for me is a side mission, Insurance Fraud. We talked about this a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. The stuff. genuine fun of the gameplay... Oh, shit. The genuine fun of the gameplay combined with the absurdity of working together, throwing ourselves in traffic to reach the increasingly higher fraud goal still makes me smile to remember. It is one of the best portions of that entire series. It really is. That Especially is... in 4, when it gets yes. just crazy. Like, the idea that you have to flash run yourself into a car and mm-hmm. then, like, jump in front of it so you can get enough bounce yeah. speed to or get hit, 20 Or hit LB to, to just ragdoll at that second and then just let it <laughs> hit the you into so the yeah, stratosphere. You have to flash run and then ragdoll just to get enough speed because they set the points so high. Yep. <laughs> also, but, though, I do like how GTA has if you hit uh, jump and then B, you just yeah. belly flop. And you I've can been, do a flip if you get high enough. Yes, I've been doing this. So many <laughs> flips. If the cops after me, I'm like, fuck but you. But have you and seen the, there's a video Rooster Teeth put up? If you do it from a tall building, you go with enough force to explode a car. Really? Yes. Wow. Nice. With your body. Uh, obviously, a douche says, Saints Row 3, no mission in particular, just being a muscular naked red Hitler, beating up random people with my giant purple dildo after jumping from a helicopter. Wow, flex your privilege more. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my, uh, my, my busty Dr. Manhattan could take your red Hitler any day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check your privilege, man. I got, it. I got this. I'm good at reading stuff. We're all good at reading stuff, Chris. Tris Gittable says, I haven't beaten it, but the mission in Sleeping Dogs were, uh, uh, Wei? Wei. Wei? Uh, Wei is sent, that's how uh, the people in a Chinese restaurant would answer the phone when I worked Wei? there. Wei? Jesus, everybody's looking at me. Uh, but the that's mission is Because you're talking! But the Sleeping Dogs uh, were Wei is sent to inf- infiltrate a warehouse. Uh, it's the first mission where you get to use firearms. Was super cool as you started it by beating the tar out of gangsters with your fists before moving on uh, to sliding over cover in slow motion and eventually chasing down escape uh, escapees on a motorbike. Yes, I, I think that's how it went. Maybe it wasn't that awesome. All I remember is is it was notable enough to stand out among all of the GTA, Saints Rows, and other open world games. Dishonorable uh, dishonorable mention uh, goes to Assassin's Creed Three for being the only AC game that failed to capture my. And I, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. It doesn't um, really count as a GTA clone. No, anyway. I think our neighborhood did GTA clone, <laughs> dude. The NPCs comparisons, like, just think of them as NPCs. No, I need to shave today. Like, that's <laughs> that, imagine that's if you could just here. run up and punch them, <laughs> just for that great haymaker everybody throws. You can is the thing. I, I think but you could don't. continue to walk away, and people are like he's just crazy, like everybody else here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awkward loser says. I love the casino heist in San Andreas. It's this major Ocean's Eleven-esque multi-stage robbery against Salvatore Leone, the Disc One boss from GTA 3. Really amazing fun mission that was the high point of the best open-world game ever. Ooh. Ooh. 
I like referring to him as the disc one boss. Yeah. Yes, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what Discs. that means. It's it's like remember with Final Fantasy when like each disc was a separate act. Mm-hmm. I played it on PC, so I'm not aware Ooh. of this oh. phenomenon. <laughs> Barney sixty nine <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> says it a whole new meaning. I love you. You love me. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many times that exact joke will be <laughs> made. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Stop it. He has things to say. He knew that uh, we made it. It's a tie for my heart between the Keith David They Live mission in Saints Row 4. Uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the last mission in the Ballad of Gay Tony. Seeing Keith David and Rowdy Roddy fight for way too long was the most beautiful scene I've seen in a video game what? because it's also the most beautiful scene in a movie. That happens in, in yes. the game? Yes, yep. You We're spoiling the... the shit out of it, but yes. Yeah. What? Which one? Saints Row 4. Saints which, yeah. one, really? which other one has Keith David? Uh, yes. Every one of them. No. Well, yes. One and two. But that's the first one but we played himself. Keith David has Keith David. Yes. What? Yeah. You unlock Dude, the Roddy Roddy Piper that, costume? It's you didn't great, know man. that Keith David plays Keith David Vice President? I'm busy. I'm it's sorry. It's fantastic. Dude, everybody is not giving that game enough fucking credit, man. No, it's like everyone's Saints like, I'm waiting great. for GTA. It's I'm like, waiting for GTA. I get it. Saints Row 4 and GTA 5 make two opposite halves of like one amazing fucking experience. That's a beautiful point. Point, Michael. No yes, Beautiful. they are. They are completely different games, yet very similar. If you truly believe that, yes, you would buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> the last mission in Ballad of Gay Tony has you shooting a fat man in the head as he drops. A, by the way, spoilers for all of these. Uh, shooting a fat man in the head as he drops a grenade like Cyrex, and then you parachute while dubstep plays. It reminds me of how my father passed away. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you, Barney69. Good. That was beautiful. Um, my dad passed away similarly. It's <laughs> a huge Skrillex fan. He made me play yes. at his funeral. <laughs> Here lies Barney69 Sr. <laughs> he died whooping what he loved. He, he died loving you. This bangerang will come back to us in heaven. Every preacher is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> some you random chap says, uh, I, I always want to read this in like some sort of throaty Batman voice whenever I see his uh, you know, huge tooth Batman avatar. Like, the RC helicopter mission from Vice City. Those are the fucking worst. I usually incorporate it into my S&M sex parties. Play that mission, then follow it up with a car battery to the balls to help relax. Okay, we're on the same page. <laughs> Get it. That sounded very sinister. Mm-hmm. Whoosh. Uh, Bladed Falcon says, oddly enough, um, even though I tend to prefer GTA games and characters over Saints Rose, the one mission that stands out the most in my mind is the one is one of the final missions in Saints Row the Third, uh, in which you have to race the. Not Liberty Island to save and rescue Shandy and Viola. Yes. Final mission, countdown, please. Does it? It does. Uh, the mission itself Good. is already a hectic race against time, but what Bye. makes it stand out is absolutely spot-on choice of having I Need a Hero. Bonnie Tyler? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is I Need Bonnie a Hero. Bonnie Tyler, I Need a Hero as the uh, song playing as you blow up stag, uh, stag soldiers all around the monument. Funny how sometimes a well-placed song is all it uh, takes to elevate an otherwise not so special moment into one that sticks in your mind. Yeah, happens a lot yeah. in Saints Row Four, where it's like, yes, this makes this. I got to Baker Street is in 
He's in, he's in five, yes. When are you going to tell me that, Michael? That's, uh, I, keep I, I want to get to discover it for yourself. I didn't. Twitter ruined it for I me. I have but, a long uh, history with the Ellen Parsons Project, and I keep walking by and hearing the yeah. Ellen Parsons Project coming out of the TV and going like, are you really listening to it's the, really oh, weird. Oh, you're one, playing GTA. It's that, really weird that's one of the two bands you like. I know. <laughs> Pink Floyd and the Ellen Parsons Project. I only like prog rock. Gross. So I'm going to quickly insert my own one since I wasn't here last week. Okay. I just recalled it when he mentioned that mission. But the mission with Matt Miller where you are in Saints Row 3 and you are in the computer. Uh-huh. And you are driving like the pixel tank. And then there's the adventure game where you're making the choices. Oh, I love that. Uh, just it, this whole thing where it's just this great parody of just like, you know old games and it, and it plays the me- the original metroid theme but it's slightly off key yes that's mm-hmm. true and they redid it in saints row 4 where it's another Matt Miller mission it's kind of like a tronish thing and it's like you're playing this adventure game and there's like these great visuals and it's just it's you in saints row but you just look at blank and then you type in what you want and it's like there's nothing there don't look over there okay and it's just this horribly linear adventure <laughs> game but it's just it has yeah. this illusion of one it's really fun and then when you unlock all that stuff, uh, you're literally an anthropomorphic toilet holding two Tron and submachine guns running around. And it's just like, this is what I want. Games let you do anything you want. And this game's like, hey, do this stupid-ass thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's fun. You'll like it. But this guy actually, uh, <coughs> Sinkualas. Sinkualas. Sinkualas, yes. What's that mean? I don't know. Hispanic, Michael. Nothing. He actually made a really good point that I can agree with. I didn't even finish this game, but this was an amazing point where... He's actually responding to the previous one about uh, mm-hmm. uh, St. Row. But yes, he says, in Red Dead Redemption, where you're crossing into Mexico for the first time and far away by Jose Gonzalez kicks in. Gave me chills when it happened. The missions where you are John Marston, Family Man, are also very memorable because they cemented Marston as one of the best protagonists of all time. But yeah, that moment where that you're just riding your... Horse through the friskalating dusk light, and that song with the little friskalating that's a great word. I'm stealing that from the Royal Tenenbaums where Owen mm. Wilson is talking about it. I love book the uh, Amigos. The UK Games Radar guy, if something about that moment is compelling enough for you to continue riding on your horse, and it took the, the GR UK guys to point out if you get off your horse, that song stops abruptly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I did that, and I felt so cheated. <laughs> like, I would feel cheated, it just fades away, and like, wait, I'm, maybe if I get back on the but, horse, it'll like, start up again. Compel- no, it's compelling you to get off the horse. I, I think something attacked me, and, uh, and yeah. I wanted to get off and shoot at it. You know how sometimes you'll just randomly think about, like, what if aliens were watching us? What would All they the think time, of brother. us? No, what if aliens were that's, watching that's us? My, that's my what would Jesus do. Just, uh, so I was just thinking about that, and I was, like, watching Mike Grimm talk, and I was like, you know, to aliens it would just be babble, mm-hmm. but God, they would hate us. <laughs> Thanks, so. Tyler. <laughs> we were so living a not, not because of you specifically. Just, we were living uh-huh. a life simulation well, cause, because of we, our white privilege. No. Oh, of course. Because in our off time, we cobbled together things. In, They've got their grape privilege. Gray privilege with their plasma weapon. Combat Cat says, I got plenty. Got a bullet pointed list, is what combat. Oh, god, now Here I'm looking go. at uh, Amazon Green Lantern Secret Origin paperback. What? Uh, I don't know what happened. You, you must have clicked the, the laser time link like yeah. a scrub rube. Help, Michael, help with your <laughs> iPad. I didn't, I didn't touch anything. Combat Cat says, I got plenty and uh, a bullet pointed list here. Mm-hmm. Vice City, where you jump a bike across rooftops, get into an elevator yes. still on the bike. Just to put up a searchlight projecting candy sucks tits. Yes, I totally remember that. 
San Andreas. Dennis Hopper, did he ask you to do that? Probably. As a director? Yeah. Mm. San Andreas is number two in Combat Cats list. San Andreas, an elaborate Ocean's Eleven-esque heist, which of course goes bad. Worth it to see CJ punch Zero in his nerdy face. Ballad of Gay Tony, to stop an obnoxious blogger from badmouthing your club, <laughs> you push him out of a helicopter and save him just in time. That was back after when he's done shitting his pants. That was back when Perez Hilton was still relevant. Yes, that was a thing, Perez. Mm-hmm. Um, still kind of a thing, but a thing that everyone pukes yeah, at. Here he's, I guess. Uh, he's taking over Jimmy Fallon's slot on the hmm. oh, good. Show. Yeah. That, that totally <laughs> could be true. That's what's you upsetting. Me. It's Seth Meyers. That's what's really mm-hmm. upsetting. Uh, and the last one is Bully. Thank you for mentioning Bully, Combat Cat. Such a good game. When you sabotage the jocks, big game, and then beat them up, well-dressed as the team mascot. Yeah, I love that game. I want to play Bully all the time. I love how overpowered it makes me feel. I can beat up the entire football team. I can beat up all the jocks. Stop being a jock, Mike Grimm. I'll beat you up. Like in Rockstar's Bully. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> Most intimidating thing I've ever seen. Huh? You gonna beat me up? Huh? huh. Fascinating. Fascinating. I don't think you could. Aren't you gonna I, I don't think I could either. I'm pretty tough. You're pretty tough. I challenge any of the readers to fight me in real life. All right. Uh, spoiler for an 11 year old game here. <clears throat> Inept Ninja says the final mission in GTA Vice City. I love it for the almost completely unexpected betrayal, the last dance for Lance Vance, and the opening and ending cutscenes for that mission. At that point in the game, my level of skill and the potency of the weapons I carried, along with the metric fuck-ton of ammo I'd accumulated, made it fun, but it remained challenging. It felt like a callback to the mission where you take out Diaz, but in reverse. It was interesting thematically, entertaining narratively, and the exact right amount of frantic shooting fun that I have always enjoyed about that genre. You know, as long as the metric system keeps referring to things as fuck-tons, it'll Mm -hmm. never take over in America. That's true. It's true. Sad but true. Because I, I think that Americans could really stand to open their mind to uh, that sort of fuck-tonnery. To fuck-tons of metric. Yeah. It's... I've got my <laughs> four-sixteenth fuck-ton wrench in my set, and it's like, I just need a two-inch standard, well, the you know? hardware store is like, it's like fuck two fuck-miles away. <laughs> and it doesn't work at all. Another day older and fuck-deeper in debt. This beer contains... 12 fuck ounces of... <laughs> this doesn't work at all. It fuck oh. only works with the metric system. Yeah, yeah. only with fuck tons. That's incredible. Yeah, a fuck ounce. Uh, a, f- a fuck league? A fuck Hector. Leader. Hector. Fuck ton is Put my favorite age. settlement I was, I was trying to dig for this treasure, but it was like 30 fuck fathoms underneath the sea. <laughs> That's, I couldn't get it. 20,000 fuck leagues. Oh, 20,000 fuck leagues, man. That's how far away. Oh, what's this, this Nemo guy This car was? goes 20 hectares on 10 counts of... <laughs> yes. That's hectares. Hectares. Uh, yes. What's our question of the fuck? Question of the fuck. <laughs> oh. Question of the week is... He's like, uh, how many fuck parsecs have you traveled? <laughs> Fuck sex? Fuck parsecs. Uh, fuck man, parsecs. fuck parsecs. Fuck. Uh, this week's question That's suggested to us by listener Chris Antista uh, is, what is your... Uh, how, to, how, how to phrase this? It was, what was your most interesting launch line story? Mm-hmm. Because you, makes no glamorous fucks, fuck sticks, mm. uh, a, haven't waited in a launch a fuck line meter in a while. But, but being, That's true. being looking on Facebook, like, every, like, launch lines are like just a thing... That you deal with, yeah. And you're a fucking mm-hmm. rube. No, I, I do. It's easier in San Francisco. It just is. Like launch lines aren't that long. And then I was looking at some of the launch lines in like 
Bozeman, Montana, and like the middle, they're, they're like out the Juno, Alaska. It's crazy. The lot of times were way longer. I took look at my picture. There are six people in front yeah. of me. I was looking mm-hmm. at some other ones, and there were hundreds of people. Which are already what if me. the entire console market is just falling off because nobody gives a shit anymore, and they're content to play games on their iPad? I believe in my tweet. It's like. <laughs> I'm going to use this picture when I tell kids when my kid is preloading a game to tell them what used to happen. And yeah, we preloaded by pre-standing mm-hmm. for hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we, Mike and I already kind of told the Wii stories. I I ended up having breakfast with the people behind me. They were a really awesome couple. Got my Wii. Got uh, got Zelda. Went home. And played it. Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. Nope. Yes, which I bought from you. Yes, you did buy that from me because what did I do one, two months after buying, standing in line on to buy that Wii? Sold it to an intern at Games Radar whose name I don't remember. Wow. (laughs) Was it Chris Antista? No. Sold it at full price, too. Uh, Can I uh, buy that game? (laughs) And then then Chris bought Monkey Ball because he's an idiot. Give it to me for twenty bucks. It was oh, like yeah. a fifty dollar game. Yeah, who cares? I definitely bought a and, and trauma you live with it under the knife. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Do you, is that actually in this yeah, it's apartment? Yeah, still in the house. And I sold it. I feel like I should get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's wrong. You will. I'll I'll do your laundry or something. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Hmm. Make it worthwhile. That's weird. I was on in line for the uh, Xbox 360 on launch night, November twenty second, two thousand five. And uh, the newspaper I was working with at the time asked me to cover it for them mm-hmm. because, you know, God forbid any of them go out and, and wait in line. And so I remember I took pictures of the first kid in Marin County to, to buy an Xbox 360 and interviewed him and uh, you know, talked about the line. And it was kind of cool. When I got there at first, there was like maybe like 10 people in line in front of me. And then over the course of the of the night, like as they finally opened the door and started slowly letting people in, more and more people came and, and lined up behind us, and it was it was kind of a mellow thing. And then uh, I looked the next day to see if my story had made it in, and my byline was on it, but like they had used a few of my quotes and basically just had one of the reporters write up something uh, based on like, yeah, he went out to like the the local Best Buy and just interviewed people who were, you know, buying the system there. Wait, 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 the PS2? No, the 360. 360, sorry. Were you at Radar when that launched? No. No, No, I went to Radar shortly after that launch. Really? uh, It was like the next month. Dan Amber just tweeted the the launch line with him and like uh, Gabe Graziani and Ryan McCaffrey. And and basically Dan was making fun of the the way the site looked. Like, here's what the internet looked like in 2005. Dan knows how to like program and shit and do HTML. And like the website is totally rudimentary. Like... Red background, white text, uh, <laughs> postage stamp, stamp size images. Yep. It looks hilarious. But the, it, I love seeing those guys. It shouldn't feel like younger days, but... It does at this point, doesn't it? Does it? it, was, almost, it, really it does. was almost a decade it was ago. Almost a we decade looked ago. really young. You mm-hmm. especially looked really young. I was a baby. Yeah. Now, most people in their early 20s do look pretty young. They not look me. like they're in their early 20s. No, you've always looked the same. I don't know how you did uh-huh. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've aged very gracefully, Chris. Yeah. Brett looks like a child when you look at pictures back from our early days. He does, days. yeah. Yes, this industry has aged him terribly. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, the wrinkles. It's hard to believe the uh, hyperactive, exuberant man-child I used to know has grown into the uh, dour community manager man-child. we all love. Semi-active community man-child. man-child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, kids. Somebody oh. else. Oh, goodness. Launch lines. Lunch line? Launch line. Lunch Lady like. Doris? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. Uh, Put some more magic. I think the last thing I was actually at uh, after the Wii was Super Street Fighter 4. I really? went to the midnight launch for that at uh, Market Street on they did the uh, GameStop. They Nerd. did. Oh. They had a midnight launch for that, and I showed up there, and I waited in line with a bunch of uh, assorted fighting game folk from, as is the best nature of the fighting game community, people from every... Ethnicity and background, so great. and yeah. everybody is just chilling there. And you talk to them, and you're like, "Yeah, I know Seth Killian's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the yeah. first thing I did. I was yeah. like, "Hi, I know Seth Killian." <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I mean, He's I, just a regular guy. Like, and you they were me. actually really stoked to hear that. Yeah, because <laughs> they knew, knew who he was too. Wow. <laughs> but no, basically, it was basic. I just waited in that line, chit chatted with some folks, got the game, and then I played it until eight a.m. Hmm. when I got home. Played it for six Good. hours straight. That's grinded through all the challenge modes with the new characters like that's an experience I don't think I'll have hmm. again it's like you and then surprised. I mean the whole point of that though you did it with GTA a little bit right? I didn't think I'd see it again either but then like I wanted to see it one more time I, d- I don't and think I'll do it again where I'm just like that excited to get a game that I'm like I'm just gonna play this until 6am moti- 8am whatever my motivation for this though was that I wanted to be good immediately so mm, that I could farm right. battle points online right. as soon as possible so there was nothing innocent and, and childlike <laughs> no joy. no it was mercenary cutthroat yeah, and deadly it was terrible <laughs> yeah but I mean like there have been so many times in my life when I've gotten a game and I've been like I need to play this until I can't possibly stay awake. But I just, I'm not sure that'll ever happen to me again. Mm. My most memorable one for sure was when uh, Half Life 2 came out. Yeah, I played it until I couldn't keep my yes, eyeballs open. Yes, that was open. when Steam came out. Yeah. Yes. Also, when, when Counter Strike uh, Source came out, my mm. little brother was there with me. He was visiting from me in the army. And we literally did eight hour shifts. The game came out at midnight. Wow. We downloaded it. We started playing it at one, back and forth. I fell asleep. He continued playing. He woke me up at like 10 a.m. and was like, your turn. And then he went to bed and then I got on, played till 4 or 5, woke him up, your turn. And we <laughs> tagged out for like two days and played the game nonstop. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like when I did get that Wii, yeah, I played Zelda 4 as long as I could until mm-hmm. I fell asleep at like probably 1 in the afternoon after having stayed up all night. Mm-hmm. That might be the last time I ever do that. I just don't see myself doing it. Did again. it more recently? Half Life Three, maybe. The Harry Half Life Three releases, I'll, I'll do. The last Harry Potter book. I, said, <laughs> I didn't say it in a, a super long line, but I read it until like. Can you hear the face I'm making, listeners? Yeah, yeah, shut up. It is a personal I, point of pride that I have been to every Harry Potter movie at the midnight launch, and I have fallen asleep at every single. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh, of course, you have. Actually, there, there's another element to my 360 line story. Go. That, not only did the newspaper uh, have a reporter basically just write the story and add in a few of my quotes, but he he based the story mainly around like a couple teenagers who had skipped school with their parents' consent to go by the system and were going to spend all day playing it at home. And since my name was on the story, I got an email from a concerned uh. citizen saying... 
I think it's horrible that they, these parents should be jailed for letting their kids skip school for these awful video games. Oh, I don't understand be. why you'd want to hook a box up to your TV in the first place. I'm cold and old and alone. Thanks, Rapunzel. Why does the world hate me? I think you need to spread the word about how dangerous these games are. And I looked at that and I'm like, I could respond to this, but fuck it, I'm going to Games Radar. Because by that point, I knew that I was going to oh, jump nice. ship. So Excellent. I'm going to go do this. I, I almost I thought about how satisfying it would be. It's like uh, I'm I write the weekly video game review column for this newspaper that you claim to read. And I'm also going to go and write about them full time now. So go eat a dick. Eat. Write about like how you mutilate your own genitals. Uh-huh. Or, like your personal here, here, eat my dick, yeah, eat which my I've dick. cut off for your enjoyment. Eat, eat, eat it off me. Yeah, seventeen paragraphs about me shoving pins through my scrotum, <laughs> and or playing video games. Same difference. Rubbing really. sandpaper on my glands. As, and as far as those, as far as that person was concerned, paper. it's the same thing. Same thing. Wow! I wish I had the, the wow. I wish I, I sandpaper on my glands is one of the worst <laughs> things you've ever said, Mike Grimm. <laughs> Sounds like a really bad R and B song. <laughs> I literally yeah, wish I had. Oh my I literally wish I had the balls to quit a job like that, <laughs> like the extra balls. And all right, uh, to quit a sandpaper on your glands job. It's not the longest launch line, but like, um, you, I remember working at Radar. All of you guys managed to get Wii U's or Wii's before me. Uh, I waited in several launch lines with people in lawn chairs. It was like rumors on the Russian front. I hear rations are coming any day now. Like no one knew how many they had, and like and like you'd, you'd be at a store like at a Target, and like I'm here for like 45 minutes to an hour. It comes out, we got five, we got five, we got five came in, and like a bunch of people go away, and that that happened dozens of times uh, when I came out here. But I, I something I I, I I sort of wanted to say the last I don't pre-order a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. The last game... But when I do... Well, I... I, I pre-ordered Dos <laughs> But when I do, it's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, the oh. only game I was ever denied... Like, I went into a store. Do you have a copy of this brand new fucking game? No. Is GTA Vice City. That was the last... That was the last time it's ever happened to me. And I understand, like... I think people want to sell you on pre-orders based on, like... So make sure... Make sure that never happens to you. But if you know you're going to buy a game, and no one else is going to tell you this, but I'm in a weird position. Publishers ask that you pre-order a game because it's the only way to get accurate numbers in America mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not an issue of, like, we want your money up front to trick you into buying this game. If you know your art, you're probably going to buy the game. Pre-ordering it is a way of saying, I like what you're doing. I would like to buy this one. Please keep making more of the same product <laughs> here. And then that company then has numbers that say, oh, people like this series and this franchise. Perhaps we could should consider. It's not necessarily always an evil thing of like, give us your money up front so that we can give give you one hour of gameplay and charge you for... De- <laughs> keep you hearing a bunch of stuff like that. It, but it, the reality is it's... I shouldn't even say this, is that the numbers take in America, when you buy a game, it take a lot longer to get to the publisher for them to know what they're mm. going to do next. And that's what pre-orders exist for. We did buy Pikmin 3 on launch day, didn't we? We did. A little drunk uh, well, in Best Buy. Yeah, went to the Best Buy. Uh, nowhere to be found on the shelves. Uh, we had to ask several people. Does anybody know if we have this game? Um, 
I usually uh, work. <laughs> I have to call the manager. They farted in your faces, and I called the manager. I think it took the guy like twenty minutes. It did. To, yeah, to find. I worked it. the camera section. Don't look at me. I handle SD cards, and like, they have no idea. That... Had an but he, like he didn't come at... out with two copies. He did. Of it at he one did. Point. We got the yeah. game eventually. I had an experience like that at Toys R Us once, wanting to buy like Castlevania Portrait of Ruin, and I asked him like, "Do you like?" It was the week it came out. I was like, "Do you have this?" What's Castlevania? <laughs> good, good. Like, all right, you Perfect. you're clearly qualified to work in this section. Perfect. To be so, to be fair, God, that's that also really to be fair. That's mad. also the Toys R Us where I asked somebody that if they really had piggy banks, mad. and he didn't know what that was either. <laughs> uh, Do you have physical goods for purchase? Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all we got here is Mad Balls. If you don't I like, never, to, I yeah. never, I never heard of a pig banker. <laughs> To be fair, that Best Buy, though, when I was in the uh-huh. camera section waiting, I was like, hey, do you guys have a diffuser for the full, like my external flash on my camera? And he was like, no, but you can go to like Heimerdinger's <laughs> down the street. Here, here, let me find it for you. And he went and got his phone. He's like, hey, is Heimerdinger's open today? There's like coworker. And he's like, yeah. I don't know. Let me check. And they checked. And they're like, yeah, it's, uh, it closes in half an hour. It's like three blocks down here and go here and there. And I was like, wow. You guys are extremely helpful. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you for not shopping at Best Buy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right. So what's your most memorable or interesting launch line story? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and talking to us in uh, Lasertime show discussion or just comment under the article for episode 34. Uh, so that's pretty much our show uh, plugs. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter personally at Wikiparas, or you can follow the show at VG Apocalypse, and I recommend you do. Somebody else. Uh, Cantista on Twitter, Laser Time Show, of course. Laser Time Show on Facebook and Twitter. I did want to plug last week's Laser Time with comedian Brett Weinbach. What? Talking about, yeah, that, yeah yes, yes. Uh, that dude is I awesome. saw him on Lopez Tonight. He was uh, d- the Doritos bit, funny shit. Yeah. Uh, chanting the Doritos sad. ingredients, yeah. pretty funny. Mm. Uh, yeah, I. I but he like, dude, no shit knows so many things about video games. He's on. Uh, we're on his show, and Brett is on. Brett and I are on his his show, the Legacy Music Hour on the Nerdist Network. Nice. You can wow. find more of that on on LegacyMusicHour dot com. And uh, yeah, listen to VG Empire. Uh, Cape Crisis has taken a week off. I do believe we'll have a new cheap podcast by the time this goes up. Huzzah. Huzzah. With, uh, if I can pass along the mic, Grim. Uh, at Dildo Factory on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> That's not and true. I am Pornhub.com on Tumblr. <laughs> Check me out. You can find me at RedTube. Dun- yes, they call me Dr. Brazzers. Tumblr. <laughs> You know what? Go ahead and like Mike Grimm on Facebook. Never gets more people in the casting camp. Retwitter him if you can. Uh, Poke me on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You can still do that. Poke him on Facebook and uh, rub his MySpace page with your penis. Uh, With an eraser. Can I do that with a button too? (laughs) I'm uh, Tyler underscore wild on Twitter. Not the word underscore an underscore. Spell it out, <laughs> asshole. Uh, He's impossible to retweet. Yeah. The entire <laughs> word underscore. Tyler <laughs> underscore wild. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Go to PCGamer.com. We're recording, shooting a video of some really cool stuff that we're doing. That's exactly what I wanted to see you guys do. Going to want to see, and it's so cool. Fun, and we're doing 
it's a really fun and stupid video. I act again for the first time since Dead Island, I guess. Wow. <laughs> but it was funny. exactly what we wanted to do with PC Gamer Digital. Pizza Gamer yeah, Digital. I know, I know. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Pizza Gamer Digital. It's going to be. I need to remind you. Oh. Um, hey, whatever. Never. We don't talk about that. Um, oh, my bad. <laughs> we're doing great stuff. So go to PCGamer.com. You'll see this video soon in which I act like a silly goose. Mm. Honk. All right. Honk. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Hi. Hi. Hello. Yo. Alpha. Uh, Evan was teaching me all of these. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, uh, Echo. The alphabet. Foxtrot. Foxtrot. Uh, uh, Gerhardt. No. No, no, it's not From it. Hotmail. Ga- no, not. Gorehenge. Irony. Um, uh, Jack Ham- and Ape. Hamlet, I think, is H. I don't remember G. Jack and Ape. I is... Uh, Instagram. Clux is K. Um, J is uh, Jimbo. No, it's, it's Kilo. It's Kilo. K is Kilo. That's true. In your face. Mm-hmm. In your face.